Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. Working like a job. My name is Michael Dean. And uh, it's a new day. Actually, it's not really, but I just feel like that anyway. But joining me today, Mr. Q Storm. Sir, how are you? Man, <clears throat> I don't know yet. You ever have, like, you ever uh, work for somebody where you can be at the top of your sales numbers and they still, like, not happy? Something like a pimp? That's all. I guess you want to call it that. It is what it is. Okay. Now, which position are you in? <laughs> I'm the, I'm the guy out there uh, <laughs> collecting the money. Oh, you also oh, you the pimp. Well, I'll be the pimp, but there's a there's a pimp that's above me. Okay, put it that so way. That means you're the. Or you could be the bottom no. bitch. You're still on the track, but you're above the rest. Or if you were, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're kind of cutting out on. Okay, the what you drinking, Mike? <laughs> Actually, I am drinking something. I am drinking. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying, not yeah, whatever you say. I'm drinking a concoction. Uh, it's got strawberry, real strawberries. I mix that in. Some ice. Uh, it's some kind of margarita drink that's got like hot sauce in it. God damn, he, yeah, he wanted the details. It's shit on too. some other shit. So this is. Mm. I'm looking at my experimental stage these days, where I go, I see some kind of exotic kind of bottle or something. I'm like, you know what? I'm grown. We go ahead and buy that. You know what I'm saying? Take it back to the lab and sip on something as a grown man. So that's that's, that's what I'm doing. Anyway, Mr. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Aunt Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing beautiful. I'm doing lovely. I've never felt this good in a one week. I'm going to say in my life. I'm seeing really? numbers being offered, perks being offered that I never thought it would come my way. I spent uh, three, but four beautiful days in Big, Bo- Big Bear, about 100 miles east of LA. That altitude was kicking my ass. But, you know, good little fun, get away with the family, just drove back in. And I was enjoying it till I realized, God damn it, I left my pipe, I left my weed, I left my edibles up there. So somebody about to get towed back. For free, but yeah, right. And you know, and 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 on a totally unrelated note, man, EA, y'all slipping. How y'all get caught slipping that bad? Couldn't have been me, nigga. Explain for the listeners who have no idea what you're talking. Uh, So it was announced yesterday that uh, someone or someone's hacked into EA system, Electronic Arts, that is, and made way with not only. The source code for several games, including including FIFA 21 and Battlefield, but also the Frostbite engine, which is used by the EA um, dev teams to make most of their games. So, ah, man. Now, that may be a signal to some of the listeners out there, because before, you know, you, you know, you had said that you worked for EA. And now you kind of throwing like low-key shade at them. So we, we, we take that. We, we, we'll piece the pieces together. Uh, yeah, I was given my freedom papers. Not going to lie. Not going to oh. lie. And, you know, I landed on my feet. Better than ever. What's, what's that thing? What's the word? Uh, back better than ever? Yes, indeed. Okay. Salute indeed. to you, sir. Salute to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, 
Yeah, speaking of games, since you went there real quick, is this the week? Because I'm seeing all of these trailers dropping online, and I get these notifications of events that are scheduled on YouTube, live events. Is this like the E3 weekend or something? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I believe that'll be taking place next week. So, yeah, everybody's lining up. Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, getting their stuff out there. Ubisoft, EA's getting their EA Play out there. Um, it's it's gonna be a lot of uh, good content and a lot of good things announced. Um, we I just dropped it in the Discord chat. If you're not in the Discord chat, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. We get it popping, and y'all get the newest information first. Anyway. Uh, Xbox is supposed to be taking their whole cloud gaming to the next level with not only um, um, bringing the Xbox Ultimate Pass to smart TVs, but building, putting out uh, little systems that all you have to do is attach a game controller to it and play to stream the games from any device you have, mobile or laptop. So Stadia of... What you call it? Stadia, Stadia. I don't give a damn. Stop. Them. S T A D I A. I know Sean Christopher is just. Son of a bitch. Oh, we're not allowed Stadia. to use his name. Remember, we're not allowed to use his name. Oh, really? Anyway, I didn't get that. No. Yeah. Yeah, Sean he, Christopher. He, but anyway, <laughs> shout out to Sean. That's my man. Um. Yeah. Those, those, those Stadia fans. Whew, they got to be looking like. God damn. Really. Well, you know, that's wild. If if you're saying that the Xbox Game Pass would be like another app available on my like Roku TV or something, and it's just mm-hmm. easy as hitting install and then a wireless controller are able to play place or next gen quality gaming without a console right like that, that would be some that's a headbuster. Cause then it's like, well, what do you need a console for? If it's that easy, whereas, you know, like I said, if it's right there on the TV, man, that could, that's crazy. I know Nintendo doesn't want to hear that because they're still old school with their console devices. But, you know, Sony, Xbox, Google, Amazon, to some degree, Netflix is talking about getting into gaming, which I'm sure they mm. probably would be cloud gaming because it doesn't make any sense for them to put out an actual console. Right. It's going to get hot and heavy when it comes to gaming. And the, and the uh, ultimate winners is going to be, well, two ultimate winners. It'll be the consumers having all these different options at a cheaper price point. And, you know, smaller studios that are out there, you know, grinding, making some really good content, making hundreds of millions of dollars that you had no idea was out there and getting bought up or just partnering with them to collab for those games. Wow. Gaming has come such a long way. It's just so crazy. Um, and the thing about it is, it's, it's really like like 45, 50 years old. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm still playing. I'm actually, the only game I really fuck with at this point is Call of Duty. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, for whatever it is. That game just continues to deliver to me. Like, I bought the game, I guess, last year, right before Christmas, the newer version. And they just, they still keep constantly putting new content in the game. Actually, I think they dropped a whole big new levels and stuff yesterday or today. It was a whole big push or something. And uh, so I'm, I'm loving it. And of course, uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, they dropped the 80s action heroes content into it. So you could, well, you have to buy it, but you could buy the Rambo pack or the Die Hard 
pack. John I bought, McClane. Yeah. yeah, I bought the John McClane. That's all I play as now. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, nah. it's hilarious. And, he, you know, he'll, they, he'll say shit as, you know, if you really busting shots and getting people and getting steel. Hey, yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Or, Welcome <laughs> to the party, pal. You know, he said all this shit straight out the movie. It's hilarious. Now, if they bring in Matrix from Commando, yeah, I think that'll do it for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, gaming is, uh, is very interesting. And then the other game I'm playing, actually, I'm playing personally a little bit. And I've, I actually bought this game on the Xbox years ago, The Witcher 3. But uh, it's it was a free game now on the Xbox... No, excuse me, on the PlayStation Now service, whatever. Well, I, I subscribe to these things. I don't even know what they are, but whatever the PlayStation version is of the Game Pass, they have The Witcher 3 up there. So I just, I was like, let me try this. So I never really got that far into the game when, all these years. And so I downloaded this version, and this version is the, you know, the tricked out version. It's years later. And a plus, it's, I assume it's playing in HD or 4K or something, or HDR. I was like, God, damn, this is an old game, I guess, technically, but this shit is tight. I can actually play the game because I originally was, I think originally I may have gotten it on the PC when it first came out. And my PC struggled, so I didn't really play it. Then I got it on Xbox, but then I lost interest. But now I'm actually like, I was like, well, this shit is dope. <laughs> Started playing and was like sitting down for a few hours getting into it. So definitely, uh, Shout out to PlayStation. All of them are dope. Uh, even Stadia. We clown them, but shout out to Stadia. But there you go. Interesting gaming. So, yeah, a lot of gaming stuff. Um, also, let's shift some gears. Let's get into... Well, let's, I'm going to talk about this because I've been hearing about this. I never paid a lot of attention to it, but this whole critical race theory. Are you guys familiar with this? Have you heard of this? This whole thing? I've heard about the backlash, but not clear on what exactly <clears throat> it is. I've heard it through the uh, Mont Hill, I think, is where I heard about it. Mm -hmm. Somebody typing heavy. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I, I, well, the story that popped up to me it was, I think, the Florida School District now has banned uh, kids being taught critical race theory. And I was like, okay. Again, I still didn't know what it is, so I'm trying to look. Uh, it says it's a concept. I'm reading from CNN. It's a concept that's been around for decades that seeks to understand and address the inequity and racism in the U.S. The term has become politicized and has been attacked by its critics as a Marxist ideology that's a threat to the American way of life. Critical race theory recognizes that systematic racism is part of American society and challenges the beliefs that allow it to flourish. I'm, again, I'm still reading here from CNN. Critical race theory is a practice. It is an approach to grappling with a history of white supremacy that rejects, rejects the belief that what's in the past is in the past and that the laws and systems that grow from that past are detached from it. This is uh, Kimberly Crenshaw, a founding critical race theorist and a law professor who teaches at UCLA and Columbia University. So I gather that critical race theories basically, I guess, says, teaches that, I guess, America specifically has had a history of you know, racism and that maybe there is a, you know, I say maybe, 
there is a, a, a systemic uh, racism that permeates throughout America, and, and I guess all levels to some degree. Um, and I guess, so the thing is, when I hear people say this in these headlines and these news stories, that's what they don't want to teach to kids? Are they saying that they don't want to teach this to kids because they don't think that younger kids, this is something that they need to be even concerned about? Which on some hand, I could, I could understand the mindset. That's me, I say I agree with it, but I can understand the mindset behind something like that. Or are they saying that the whole theory behind this particular theory is false and that America does is not or does not have systemic racism through its core and through the history of America, which I disagree with. Uh, so before I go any further with what I just said there, Q-Storm, do you have any opinion on this whole critical race theory and particularly to it being, I guess, taught in school? <clears throat> do I have any opinion on critical race theory? Have, have you met me? <laughs> Come on, man. I, I know you got to do that for the audience. They might not know who I am. That's all right. <laughs> um, first off, I think that, well, I'm a Democrat. I tend to lean more liberal. There are maybe a handful, well, two or three issues I don't agree with the Demo liberal, left lean, left leaning Democratic wing of the party I don't agree with. One of the things I would criticize my fellow Democrats is they are horrible at messaging. This title, what you're calling this, how would you expect people to react to that, calling it critical race theory? Just like... Uh oh Q, you cut out on us. Can you hear me? I, we can hear you now. Say that again. Hello? Start over. I said the Democrats are horrible at messaging. Mm -hmm. uh, global warming, horrible message. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, climate, uh, global warming. That's why you get idiots pulling a snowball on the floor of Congress saying, no, there's no global warming. Don't use the word warming because idiots will say, well, it's hot. So it can't be, or it's cold. So it can't be global warming. That's not a problem. Terrible messaging. Defund the police. Terrible messaging. Occupy Wall Street. Horrible messaging. Uh, this, just another example of horrible messaging, critical race theory. How do you think <laughs> a country that has this, that was born? Hello? You said, how do you, you think? Me? And then you went quiet. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How would you think people who are, you know, acc acclimated to this country and it's Racist origins, which is, I mean, this, it's true. It's ra this country was built on racism. How would you think those people are going to react to that? How you really don't think you're going to get through to them with that title? But putting that aside, yes, I do think that critical race theory, using that their title for it, is a true thing. What I understand about critical race theory is that it also explains white privilege, <clears throat> and People will refuse to understand that even the people who live in the poorest areas of this country, the poorest Southern whites, they still have privileges that people of color do not have. 
so I think it's important. I, I mean, how else are you going to make a change if you don't teach this to children? But the people that are in power don't want to hear it. That's one. And two, they feel like they get in their feelings because they feel like, well, we you're asking us to reckon with our past, our ancestors. We aren't a part of that. Well, you're not a part of that, but you're benefiting from it. So I would say first, you need to change the, what it's called. You, what would you call it? Well, it's, it's, to find a more. Uh, well, I don't. I have. I would have to think about it. I'm think. I was thinking. Uh, there's respectability politics. You could call it equality politics or something like that. Just off the top of my head. <clears throat> um, but, Let me ask you a question real quick. Because I never thought about it the way you just said it. Is there something wrong with calling it critical race? Now, what's the offensive part in terms of what you're saying? Like, I never right. even dawned on me that that's something wrong with it. Well, I feel like I laid that out already. People who are not willing to accept the fact that they are part of the problem will look at that and get offended. So it's not about do I do I Q Storm think is offensive? I'm like, how can I sell it? That's what I'm all about. And I don't think you're going to sell it to the people who need to hear it the most by calling it critical race theory. They're immediately going to turn off. I guess that's what I'm trying to understand. Like <clears throat> the word critical race theory. I'm trying to understand, even if I was on the other side of the coin, I guess I don't understand what is negative about that. It's, I'm right with you there, Mike. It just doesn't seem like it's putting any blame on anybody. It's it's talking about a racial theory. And I guess it's saying we're going to have a critical look at it, but maybe I'm misunder, misinterpreting the, the meaning of these well, words. Well, I mean, I think, well, I think that's because you are capable of discerning thought. But if you if a person is a racist or mm -hmm. a person doesn't want to acknowledge what their ancestors the past and how they're benefiting, they're not willing to be as rational as you are. But, okay. I guess I'm trying to understand. Then what would you so call it? Because that, that, it's, it's like what would you say? Ni just, nice nice American history? Like I don't <laughs> I, well, I just said, call it equality politics. But then they would say, are you saying it's, un it's in inequality? What are you talking not, about? This is equal. Yeah, if we, if we, all I'm saying is whenever you use the word, whenever you introduce the word race, people get uncomfortable. Oh, so you're saying take the word that's race out of basketball. That's what I'm saying. Change the title. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. Oh, well, with that said, uh, do you think that this should be taught in schools? Well, yes. Like I said, how else do you get the younger generations to now, now? Now, let me put it this way: I don't know the I don't know what's literally being taught. I don't know how it's being taught. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the curriculum is. Now, if they say something like "white people are evil" and they are, you know, that kind of stuff, yeah, that's not going to fly. But um, I which think they, you, which we probably know that's not they're not going to be that literal. Like well, that, right? It's a, it's that's I'm using hyperbole. I don't know how they're teaching it in the classrooms, but if they're saying, put it this way, and we're gonna work on your internet. Gonna make, we're gonna work on your the, internet connection key because <laughs> I don't you you don't hear it, but every time you start to say something, there's like a ten second pause or something. 
your mic cuts out. Whatever. I think it's because I'm using. I don't. I, I, I don't know why. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the people who need to hear this the most, they're the least receptive to it. So I don't know how it's being taught in schools, but I I just feel like no matter how you teach it, you have if you're going to tell the truth of what of what it is about, there really is no way that anyone's going to be happy. So I'm not sure how you approach it, but I think it's something that needs to be. All right. Fair, fair enough. You cut out the last part there. And Pooh, what's your thoughts on this critical race theory? One, what are your thoughts on it? And two, you think it should be something that's taught in schools? And third, at what age would you suggest they start this? Well, I'm of the, well, one, I'm kind of like you fully cl- somewhat clueless as to what exactly critical race theory is and what, you know, everything's in it to, to fully understand, you know, should it be um, taught and all that layers. For me, some of the people that are behind it, I definitely respect them as scholars and the work that they've put in to make a difference with it, with regards to how Black people are seen and that their um, um, that their history and that their voice is being um, understood. Uh, as far as it being taught in school, I mean, if you look at the, the trash history, the trash sociology from junior high school and, and high school, I'm OK with that. Let it be taught. I mean, because for the most part, they're, they're really not educating people to the actual truth and the, the long, hard labor and as well as the, the the understanding of what has gone on and what has occurred. So let it be seen. I mean, for the most part, if I mean, I think we had discussion before. If they were still teaching that George Washington could not tell a lie and chop down a cherry tree, then God damn it, then critical race theory can be taught. And I really don't particularly care what it's called. If it, if it offends or it, it uh, touches a nerve with people, then God damn it, so be it. It's like, I'm, I'm tired of the whole, well, we need to make it more palatable for them. They need, we need to soften it for it so they can understand and learn. Cause it's, it's, it's like those people aren't the ones we trying to reach. They're not going. They're not going to be receptive to it. They're not going to change their thought. The a racist piece of shit is not going to change his colors because you educate them. I mean, we could look at Paula Dean, money and education. We could look at Hulk Hogan, money and education. They're still racist piece of shit. So I say, fuck making them comfortable. If they don't like critical race theory, the way it sounds, and that says more about them than the actual um, critical race theory itself, who's teaching it and where it's been teaching. You can't say hi. Bye. Go. Go away. Go. Go. It's gone? Yeah, it's gone. Bye. All right. Go. Yeah. So no, I'm not done yet. So let so lastly, I I just think that this whole thing of we need to kumbaya and and you know to a certain extent um, try to I I feel like why are we trying to educate those people? Let's just go about educating ourselves, educating those that want to forget making it palatable. It is what it is. You know, people people look at 
you know, trying to make we get on and criticize Hollywood and certain historians and and even the you know the the schools the way they're trying to change slavery because oh it's it's uh it's too hard it's too raw for you know elementary middle school and high schoolers what well, that's what it is why are we trying to desensitize it why are we trying to sanitize it and make it a little bit easier to understand and to cope with in two thousand twenty one. That's what it was in the 1850s and before. Let it be read. And if you don't want to read it, okay, well, we just know, don't fuck with you. And, and just real quick before I go to Q, so you think it should be taught in schools? And if so, what age? For me, middle school. I think at that point in middle school, you definitely are coming. You, I feel like you're learning to explore and more open to understanding and really conceptualizing what exactly you're learning beyond, uh, uh, I guess, an elementary um, a thought process. You, you're to, to really, you know, wrap your mind around what it is that you're learning and hearing about. Okay. Q Storm, you're going to say something. Well, my question is, what good is it <clears throat> to have a program that has a title or a curriculum that's going to make a state, let's say a state in this example, like Florida, ban it out of schools and then no one's hearing it at all. I, I don't understand that. Do you so think you they're get? banning it because of the title or because of what it's about? Well, since I don't have that information, I have to go with what makes sense to me. And I would say, first off, I think in my opinion, is the title itself I'm going to be receptive to it. So let's just, I'm only going by what I think in the absence of facts. So I think the title, just like I said before, Democrats have a hard, are horrible at messaging. And if you call it something that's going to make people out the gate say, we don't want this, what do you gain? I mean, even the, um, I'm not even talking about the racists. Even the people in suburbia, in I'm sorry, you cut out again, cities, man. Right. I don't. Nothing has changed on my on my system. None, nonetheless, you kind of cut out there, so I'm going to jump in here. Um, you know, I, I guess to say, I don't know. I think it's more than the title. I think, you know, I look at it as you're teaching a concept or thought that. The American system and particularly white people have been doing wrong. I think that is the problem. Uh, whether you're white, black, Asian, whoever it is, I think that's what people, they have a problem behind what this whole thing is about. And that's why they, there's a lot of pushback on this. I, I th- again, I look at it as, so you're actually going to tell somebody this, and it could be the truth. Some can say from a certain point of view, I would say it is the truth of the matter, but it is the truth that would, one, make the people uh, generally seen to be in power and the majority of the Americans, it would make them look like they're taking an ale on something. And we've known over the years of this show, people do not take ales lightly, <laughs> Right. The, most people have a reluctance to admit to doing wrong. And this is to me, this, this is an example of that. This would be people admitting that there was a problem and the hit dog of this comes out because that thing, some people feel guilty 
and think they're talking about, oh, is it, I'm not a part of it. You know, that's the hit dog. No one said you were necessarily, but your response, I, I, my response is like, but you saying that is very interesting. <laughs> like I wasn't really talking about you specifically, but since you want to include yourself into this, I think that's what people are, are this is the problem. They don't want to hear any sort of ideology that goes against a power base that is in control of this situation, right? Just like if it was Star Wars. It's a, well, we're going to introduce a thing in there about critical Jedi learning. Or something. You know, the Palpatine were like, hell no. Nah. Not that you're lying, but I want to maintain power. Why would I take an L to admit to the truth or something? It doesn't benefit me. And I feel like you're kind of coming at me a little bit. And that's just how I see this. I can see why people are so uptight about it because it's a part of this ongoing reckoning that we've been seeing. And for some people, this still uncomfortable to sort of admit that maybe I am benefiting from a fucked up situation. Like we don't want to deal with it, looking at it, if we're the one at fault. And if you even step away from the critical race theory talking, you just, if you just, used America itself just the same way like when some people get very like uncomfortable and they don't want to admit when some, well man as much as we're great over here know that we have this greatness but we're over here bombing people and doing foolishness that we all sort of silently co-sign but not doing nothing oh no I didn't have nothing to do with that I didn't yeah, that, yeah but you live over here and you are reaping the benefits of the actions that are being put upon other people around the world whether or not you had any say in it or you like acknowledge that you're, or even yet you know what's going on you benefit from its actions and I think this is the same this is what critical race theory they could have a critical American theory as a world history thing taught in other countries it'd be like these are the facts of America it's gonna make some people uncomfortable because they don't want to admit that they have anything to do with this foolishness, but it is what it is. So I understand the pushback in the school systems. They, they control the school systems. As I tried to say a couple of shows ago, this is actually cancel culture. This is the real cancel culture where they are canceling the historical truths of their own actions because they want to present a different picture of reality Again, history is always controlled by those who won, not the truth. So, of course, you're going to have certain people that's uncomfortable with this ideology, these truths being presented because it makes them look bad. And then you want to teach this to our children. And some people say, well, it's going to make all the white kids feel, you know, feel a certain kind of way. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Exactly, because aren't, aren't they the same ones that said, what about black-on-black black crime? And you guys are only 13% of the population, but 50% of the crimes. Don't that make black kids feel bad? Let them deal with it. Right. It's, it's like, well, okay, then they're supposed to feel a certain kind of way. And if, you, if, if something's not right, shouldn't we straighten it up? Even though the, 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 the getting right process may elicit some uncomfortable feelings or things that have to change that's how you change stuff but i understand that 
Certain people don't want to change a goddamn thing because they <laughs> they on top. Why would I want to change? I, I always argue like you got you protest and then we're saying all this, but look at it from this side. Why the hell would they want to give up power to be right? That doesn't logically make any sense. Like, oh yeah, you're right, but I'm not taking it ill because you're right. Fuck that. <laughs> I want to stay in power. Why, why would I need to admit? I'm not admitting this shit. So to me, critical race theory is the same. It's interesting to me that this is, uh, that we're even having this conversation because from my generation, I would have never even imagined we would have gotten to the point where non, I, I'm only assuming non-black people are pushing this, that this is actually in our mainstream. They're actually pushing this to the school system, like to, to, to get at the kids and to get into their minds that this shit is fucked up. I'm, I'm like shocked that this, we're at a time when this is a reality because normally give them Black History Month and even that is slanted to a certain agenda. Just teach them about this part of Martin Luther King, not the other. So even their so-called Black History is, is made to sort of make them seem like they're doing something great. So this to me is just a whole nother left field. I'm very curious to see what happens with this. I would say this as a parent, uh, whether or not they teach it in the schools or not, it is up to the parents to teach reality and to teach history that they feel that their kids are ready to handle. Uh, now, critical race theory or this whole curriculum it's not, I guess the idea is not to teach it just to kids, people of color, as I could say, or black kids. They want to teach to everybody. Taking that out of the schools, it just go, it will just go to show me that it'll be up to the parent and you'll understand the ideology of the parent. If a parent would teach their children some real truths about how America works, or they'll be like, nah, I don't want them to understand that. I want them to just reap the benefits of the privilege. And we're not going to talk about the people that we step on to get to this. That, that's, the, that's what I expect to happen because that's the American way, how we deal with things. Even if we, we deal with stuff outside of our boundaries, we don't want to hear about the people we stepped on to have this beautiful country that we have. We don't want to deal with the people working at the sweatshops, making the iPhones and all the other gadgetry and shit. Playstations, all that, that we get to play with because that ain't my problem. And I'm not, and I don't own those warehouses, so it ain't my fault. Now that's the critical pro electronics theory, right? Or, or even our own American citizens, we don't want to deal with or hear about, man, well, Amazon got all these employees and they, they keep saying they're not, it's, it's tough to work there and even some of them are dying and da-da-da-da. Well, I don't operate them I mean, that's, yeah, it's bad that they don't make that, but excuse me, I got to order my order from Amazon real quick because it's going to be here tomorrow because it's on Prime and it's just, I don't know how they do it, but they get this shit here within an hour. We don't want to think about the people busting their ass in the warehouses, damn near dying and, you know, not getting enough money. <laughs> that, ain't our, that ain't our problem. We don't want to have critical Amazon theory, let alone critical race theory, but that's the American way. So this, this is interesting to me. Uh, Q or Ant, if you, anything else you want to add to this? 
Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. If it cuts out again, I'm going to move my position or reboot my laptop. Um, so, yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said. I just don't want to speak. I don't know what's being taught. I'd have to see that. Mm-hmm. If they're teaching anything that involves white privilege, I'm for it. I think that is. I think that exists. I wish Big Sexy were on here so he could put in his thoughts because I've I've been saying this throughout the uh, Discord chats all along. Uh, all I say, all I say is you got to change. You should change the title so that people won't turn off right off the gate. Mm. Okay. All right. So there you go. I'd love to hear what you, your, the listeners' thoughts on critical race theory. Uh, I'd love to hear that. This will bleed me to another thing I saw. There's a video of this lady, a white lady. She was at some, I don't know, it was a park or something. I think it was in Portland, Oregon, or it was in Oregon. And she was defacing the statue. It was a statue of this black man, which I, I think somebody said it was a, a slave or something. Uh, they said uh, he was a, a, I don't know if he was a slave or it was just a black man that was on, that was in the Lewis and Clark expedition that apparently was uh, mistreated and killed. Ah, interesting. And I don't know what her grief was. I think she said something about you, you shouldn't replace. I thought she was talking about not replacing, I guess, like uh, these traditional white statues with black people or something. But what I found very interesting about this whole thing, this footage, was she was defacing it with a spray can. Now, here, let me, let me just say this. She had a purple color spray paint. On the front of this statue, it was the what I consider the prince symbol was spray painted. And then on the side of it, she was starting to spray paint another symbol, which I thought was going to be the prince symbol. But then whoever was filming it said something to her. So she stopped and got into this whole conversation with them. And the first thing I saw when I saw this footage, I was like, is this a Prince fan? Like what level of Karen and purple family is this? I was trying to understand how does your brain like even try to, you know, compare the two and sort of like, uh, what do you want to say? I don't know what, you know, just, ah, conflate the two. Conflate the two. I was like, what the fuck? How are you going to be? Oh, it's, the, it's a such and such symbol. I was like, okay, maybe this is just some grand universe playing games cons- uh, conspiracy. But I was like, she got purple paint. There's a print symbol on the front, but y'all want to say it's something else? I was like, eh. I don't know. Did anybody else see this? I did, and I thought Karen was acting hella crazy. Let's go, Craig. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to understand what what was her point. Still, don't comprehend what was her point of defacing that monument. Uh, it, it's amazing how there are those out there saying don't remove these Confederate statues and monuments, which are literally um, paying tribute to treasonous traitors. Yes, I know that means the same thing, but I'm saying any goddamn way uh, who tried to not only maintain slavery, but defeat the United States of America. But then you guys turn around and deface, you have someone of this ill defacing this monument because it pays tribute to a black man that suffered? Like, what is your point? And then to 
even bringing the imagery of Prince, like you all the way fucked up. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was dumbfounded. I just, I, 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 a part of me was like, I'm not totally shocked because you'll see some things that people say online, social media that are supposedly Prince fans. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. which, which albums were you getting? I don't, I don't understand. But I, I don't know, Q, did you they, see this video? Please. No, they were listening to the, the Prince that transcended race. Those songs. Ah, ah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if Q is still there, but... Uh, yeah, I'm here. Did you see that footage, footage by any chance? I saw... I didn't see the video. He's still... Okay. It was just a very odd thing. I, that threw me for a while. Like, oh, Lord. What's going on? What did she say? Something about... Um, on the side, well, what I'm looking at, I don't think she was uh, doing. I don't think she had anything to do with Prince. I think she was because um, on the side of the of the statue, what I'm seeing, she sim- she sprays the symbol of the female gender, which is right. But did you see the front though? I know, I, I know. I'm saying I don't think she was doing that to say something about Prince. I, I think she was trying to make a statement. About she says uh, she talks about that's not unity. She says fucking that's not fucking unity. Personally, I don't think this has anything to do with Prince because it would make no sense. And she's just combining the two genders like Prince did. That's what I think. Okay, and she just coincidentally had purple paint. All right, I'm not going to try to get into the mind of a crazy person, but well, I'm just saying it's a hell of a coincidence. I'm just saying, like, wow, what a coincidence. Seemed like she would have said something about Prince if that's what she had intended. Now, now you're trying to get into the mind. <laughs> now you you're well, trying no, to get into the mind of a a potential white supremacist Prince fan, which that does not even go together. You would have to be crazy to do that. Or maybe she maybe she's using the Prince. Maybe she is spraying the Prince symbol, saying we should all be together. So oh, don't okay. take a white man statue down to put. A, Right. Well, I'm just trying to make sense of no, it. No, no, that's what I said. Hilarious. I could see somebody saying some shit. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Race, the space mark human. They always like to throw that one in there. Anyway. All right. But I, can, I, can I say one other thing? Absolutely. I think if, it, if I were leading a class on critical race theory, I would get together this video, the video of the Hispanic, what was she, Hispanic something, the, tackling the black child whose cell phone she thought was stolen by him. Mm. Video of all the Karens. I would get a video of. Um, I would. I would throw some uh, some um, black folks acting crazy too, like Nicki Minaj or <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, putting out new singles about thought shit. Yeah, I do that. I would do that. But most of it would be around white privilege, and why this woman thought she could go and spray paint a statue while people covered up Black Lives Matter. Why people, white people get offended just because black people are asserting themselves saying black lives matter, which does not mean white lives don't matter, but clearly white lives matter because that's all we see. So I would put all these videos together into maybe a two minute montage and start the class like that. I'm, I'm curious. And we're going to take a, I'm going to say I'm curious and then we're going to take a quick break. I'm curious how you equate or how do you bring in the Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion into that, but hold your answer. We'll be right uh-huh. back. Hold on one second. Say you love me, 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 love
Storm. Yes, I'm here. Yours. Uh, ask you the question. Go ahead. <clears throat> My class on critical race theory would be the purpose would be to uh, get rid of systemic racism. Get get rid of anything that oppresses any person, but with an emphasis on people of color. So I would cover white privilege. I would cover uh, the mystique of the threatening black male and black female. But I would also put something there that says we have to kind of examine our own shit too. And so I, I just, I grabbed at Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B because I don't think they're helping out people at all either. But, you know, I would have to do some research. I probably, I would find some, uh, there was a video that came out where uh, this with the, uh, were they in Japan or it was a Japanese Asian woman. I uh, was talking to some people at a hip hop concert and she used the N word. <clears throat> they were all, they were all hyping her up. They were hyping her up. I mean, she was, she could barely speak English and they were hyping her up. She was talking, she was rapping or repeating the lyrics. And she said the N word from the, from the uh, rap. And then they, they tore into her. Right. Cause I'm like, listen, we can't keep selling this word and then be upset when people use it. Okay. So that's what I mean. Okay. Uh, well, let, let's jump into what you just talked about. You brought up the N word. You brought up Megan the Stallion. There is a new Megan the Stallion. Let me make sure I say it right. <clears throat> a new single came out. New video. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's called Thought Shit. All right. Uh, I actually watched this video. Um, I think I saw it trending or something. Let me watch. Let me go on and watch this. Shit. And I'm like, you know, on one hand, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. There's a lot of ass I see. Hell yeah, let me watch this video. <laughs> you know, let me see what these kids are into. Lord. <laughs> it's not doing anything new in this video. I know what I'm getting if I was to watch a Megan Stallion video. So I'm like, okay. Asses out. That's you know, this there's a lot of cakes in this, and I ain't talking about birthday cakes. Nice voluptuous scrumptious. Let me stop. <coughs> this interesting, this video is interesting because it seems like it poking, I don't know, I guess poking fun at what I assume is sort of the white conservative uh, you know, guy you see on TV. And, you know, they, they get on Twitter and like, ah, oh, these, you know, sexual, I don't know if they go race racial, but the black woman, and you know, this is unacceptable for mainstream media. And then they, they show that, you know, he posted his outrage on social media, but then he starts, uh, I guess, masturbating. Was it on camera in front of his coworkers? They didn't show that part. They didn't show oh, that. <laughs> And but then and then you know throughout the video I I guess Megan I was trying to I I, was, I only listened to it once I didn't really hear the lyrics but it was like I was like on one hand I was like oh she's going at white dudes not in a good way like kind of black I was like is this is this her sort of way of thinking I'm taking it to the man type you know I was like oh is this being political the video ends with the white man his mouth is a vagina. 
And I was actually, I was surprised that they showed that, but I was like, wow, you were fool for that. I don't know what that meant per se, but it was definitely, stri- I was like, well, that's definitely striking. It's controversial. I didn't really understand it all, but I, I'm assuming this is her way of, you know, going at, I guess, right wing, white male talking heads and that whole thing, which I was like, okay, it's very interesting. Uh, so, I, you know, and the other side of it, again, I'm watching it through the lens as a older father of young girls. So on one hand of me, as a guy who grew up, you know, laughing at Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew and listening to these songs and things. Now, as a person that I have a little more knowledge of myself and I'm an older person, the other part of me looks at this and like, ah, I don't know if this is something we should be watching. You know, I, obviously this is geared toward children or younger people, not my age. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Ah. You know, I kind of shake my head and say, ah. But I, but I look at it as I understand she's young, as I was young at one point in my life. And I didn't have the experience nor the logic or sense that I have as a slightly older person. So I get it, right? That's what we did dumb shit. We, every generation did. So, one, I, so I let it kind of go like that. Again, as I've always said, it's a broken horse. I uh, you know, say this all the time. I just question that it's so mainstream. That's the only thing. Is, there is a place for what she's doing, though. There's always been a place in popular music for that. I just want them to be a little balanced. That's it. But that's another conversation. And Pooh, have you seen Thought Shit? I'm watching it right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oof, I'd love to be the casting director on that video. <laughs> Hiring you straight Whoa, for your ass. I'm seeing the mouth at the... Uh, wow. I don't know what this is. I, I, I watched it with the sound off, so I don't know what the lyrics were saying. Uh, for me, I just say, like I always said, this, like you mentioned, this isn't new. We saw this with Millie Jackson. We saw this with Prince. We saw this with Madonna grinding on the stage of the VMAs and masturbating on the stage. <coughs> excuse me. On the stage okay? of the yeah, I was eating the burrito. On the stage of the Blind Ambition oh, tour <laughs> and uh, their Justify My Love video, the Erotica video. Uh, we seen it with two live with the, the two live crew. Seen it with Janet with not only her suggestive videos but her suggestive humping and grinding on uh, male uh, fans from pulled from the audience. So that's why I, I really don't get the clutching of pearls when the majority of the people that are clutching the pearls grew up on this stuff. It's right. like give give the younger give the younger generation the same credit that we wanted the boomers to give Gen X. Let, let yes, me, we can. Let me just ask you a question based off of that. I love this. Now, what would you say? What if you say though? But the things that we grew up on, if we look at it now, we can say, you know what? It was wrong. We we probably shouldn't have grown up on that. Why continue the cycle? be the pushback to what you said well my, my pushback is that's your opinion I don't feel I was wrong if, if I watched a ton of stuff that I probably had no I shouldn't have been watching Raw shouldn't have been watching Purple Rain shouldn't have been watching Hot Resort uh, uh, I'm trying to think some of the other stuff and I'm cool most of the people that I grew up with 
they're cool. Now, you know, it's dude, the question is, the, are they cool? But, 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 but speaking more of a broader sense us as a community, are we cool but from all of that? Because it's one thing to say, well, I was okay with it. I made it through it. But what about the countless people that are in the criminal system because they grew wait, up wait, on watching gangbanging movies? And, okay, wait. Like, so are we talking about gangbanging content or are we talking about explicit um, uh, sexuality content? Because now you're conflating it too. I'm talking okay, about all talking anything about all that is not sort of like good for you as a person. And I'm speaking specifically on, we're talking about music. <laughs> But there's probably many people who have listened to songs from back in the day that became more promiscuous, if I'm saying the word right, because of the themes of the music or the videos they saw. I know this. I know personally of many of Prince fans who watched Purple Rain, saw what he was doing at a young, they were young, and it influenced them to want to do it. Or they heard something like Darling Nikki. And then they wanted to try that or head or something. Like I know personally there's people who have been influenced by that who probably had never even heard of these concepts before they heard those songs. And I would say that is them. We we okay. can't be in control. You, you cannot be in control of this person's actions. First of all, we got to start mm. with how are they it's getting conservative, that? conservative, but go ahead. How is that conservative? That's actually liberal. <laughs> I don't know. You're saying you can't be personally responsible See, can, can for I, everybody. <coughs> Go ahead, Q. I'll let you jump. Well, I'm not done, though. We'll come it's, back to you. Hold your spot. Okay. It's just funny to me. You, you, you have certain principles or you don't. You have certain values or you don't. It's funny how in one breath someone could say, oh, we need to force these people. And I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm using, I'm, I'm being, uh, I can't think of the word, uh, exaggerating a little bit. We need to not soften anything about anything up about this critical race theory because we need people to understand this and that and don't make it easy for them. Okay, stop, then, stop, well, stop right no, there. No, 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 uh, but then on the second, then but then we say, then some people say, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Stop. So, some people say, well, that's them. <laughs> so that's you're them. not talking about me now either? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. So I just didn't know. So back to what I so back to what I was saying. But I wasn't finished. That was that was not cool. finished either. That was an example of how people take the critical race theory. You see what happened right there? You're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ann. Had to get you on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ann. <laughs> no. So again, all of you guys. So again. All of you <laughs> clutching the pearls, like you let it go. You've been through this thing; it's going to keep going. Let it go. Like you guys complain. Now I'm going to say you got some of you <laughs> want to complain about these people not being good for the quote unquote community. But at the same token, some of you want to big up quote unquote artists that put out gangster movie after gangster movie after gangster movie that gets revealed to. Some of us in the community. 
And that just boggles my mind. You can't just say, you just can't, you can't say, oh, this type of art is just terrible for the community at large. Not, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the tired community, but the black community, period. <laughs> but then extol the virtues of a director like um, a Scorsese or uh Francis Ford Coppola, who puts out gangster movie after gangster movie that's seen by all communities, but more specifically by black communities that influences that gang culture. Let's talk for a minute. Scarface, that wasn't made by black people. That didn't star any black people. Yet, no condemnation (laughs) for that. So I'm just saying, keep the same energy, though some people that have that point of view. Well, I would I would say this, uh, and I'm not responding to that, but I do want to make a comment. Well, I am responding in terms of uh, the movies. I'm sorry, okay. but I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about some people. I know, but I'm still responding to it. I'm not saying you're talking about me. See the difference there? Work it out. Um, so... What I would say about the movies is that movies like Scarface, Goodfellas, Godfather, uh, I'll say Minister Society, Juiced, they're R-rated. So young kids aren't supposed to be going to those films anyway. Okay. Second thing I would say is I I will sit up here. I will sit up there and I will sit up there and say that um I will sit up here and say that Prince back in the day, Madonna. Uh, all mm-hmm. these artists, they were not anywhere near as lewd as what I've seen Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B do. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the only person I'd say, the only person I'd say it was lewd would be um, Luke Skywalker. Is that was his name? Two Live Crew? Yeah, Two Live yeah. Crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say him. I, I didn't like him even when I was that, well, how old was I? Probably a teenager back then? No. I wasn't into that. You know, so... I mean, like I said, I'm a I'm a male too. I like I like the seeing a nice ass, but spread over the entire record store. No, record store. So yeah, I was no. just gonna say that you know, I'm just kind of well, curious. A, it was I'm just record, curious. You know, back when so the were movie out. is R rated. So the teenagers, as someone said, kids shouldn't be or cannot have access to. However. As of 1984, they would put a little sticker on it that says parental advisory, and it should not be sold to minors. But I know that's different. That's different. And someone said that Madonna, who was masturbating in front of, who simulated masturbation in front of a live audience, who was gyrating on the floor, who put out a video of her and her bare boobs out there, Prince, who performed in front of a, a audience where he simulated jacking off with a guitar that actually had some form of liquid spraying out of it, and Prince, who had let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right was there. not lewd. <laughs> No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me just go back to the guitar. That whole guitar thing you just that there ain't nobody else did nothing crazy like that. That that that's way out there. Come on now. Prince was he was a fool. But listen, but listen, listen, I was I was was quite lewd. That was quite lewd. It it was they were not they were I said they were not as lewd because they didn't just do their whole career wasn't based on that shit. 
Prince you kind of changed the whole of so others. about the whole career part. No, I'm not. I'm saying sure. no. Megan the Stallion's whole career. First, let's see. Uh, am I going to get cut off? Am I going to get cut off? Yes. Yes. Um, there was well, no, another. I want to talk over you. Don't we'll let Mike sister. determine who gets to talk. <laughs> I'm going to continue talking. Okay, hold on. Both of y'all have to stop. No, no, no. Both of y'all have to stop. Let me turn the mic down. <laughs> one person at a time has to talk. And then 1995, think, he had on, pussy hold control. Hold on. Respect the host, please. 1991, he had get off. And poo. It's okay. We're going to let Q finish his thought, and then you can interject, man. And poo, go ahead. No, I, I was just listening to all of the songs over the expense of his career that was very lewd. I mean, Pussy okay. Control. Right. All right. That was in 1996. That was okay. 15 years after Head and Sister. All so, right. Now, how many albums did Prince put out? So how many studio albums did Prince put out over the course of his year, of his career? 30 or more? I'm sure well more than that. Yes. Well more than a that, lot, right? A lot. Right. Got it. All right. How and how many, how much of that material was lewd versus Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj? Their well, tell entire, me how many. Tell me, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Name all their songs. I'm not going through all of it with you. I'm saying how many, uh, through the course of Cardi B's career, Megan Thee Stallion. Mike, uh, we're going to keep doing this or what? Well, here, let me answer your question. You're making a statement, but right. you're not giving facts right. to back it but up. You're not and I don't think finish my statement. Hold on, let me let me cut you both here. <clears throat> I don't think anybody in this room has the answers, specific answers to what you just said, Q. Let's establish <clears throat> that. I don't know how many albums Nikki nor Megan has dropped at this point. In my mind, I would say they are probably, in terms of album releases, about as far, I mean, how far they are in their career is about as far as Prince would have been in his career, maybe at like 1999 or Purple Rain or something. So if you were to take all, what, five or six of those albums to that point, one could argue that it's purely about sex and he's on some wild shit. That's his whole, nude. That's his whole stitch at that point. Stick. The same way I would imagine, I don't have the exact numbers, but I would imagine Nikki nor... I don't even think Megan has put out an album. Maybe she's only done one so far. If you were to take all of them at where they're at in this point compared to where Prince was at his point at that time, you would could I think you could argue say that he is just as sexual. He would be Dude. seen. He'd be seen as the sexual guy just as they are seen at this point in their career. I remember when I was a kid and I had started to hear about Prince, my mom was not you ain't listening to that. That's that crazy stuff. He's he talking crazy. And the sex and some people say he's on the devil. I mean, at that point in his career, that's all most of you knew Princess. He was that guy. He didn't become this other thing until way after. So I don't I think it's unfair that's right. to sort of compare these guys. to ninety nine. Yeah. That's well, twenty twenty one years and what, fifteen albums? He put out an album called Gold Nigga. Come on. Well, I I'm sticking by it. I don't say Prince was as lewd as Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, or Nicki Minaj, and I'm going to stay by that. Yeah, I well, think I, again, he, like I, I think, said, if you look at both of their careers at where they are at this time, he was probably more lewd than them because he had a movie, Purple Rain, and all this. They didn't have was, anything like was, that. What was lewd about Purple Rain? What? Stop it. <laughs> there was a, there was one sex there was a, there was a sex scene, and then there was a, a simulated head scene on the guitar stage. 
And I expected the Lake Minnetonka. Movie. Lake Minnetonka. There wasn't anything about that movie that I would say was lewd. Well, I don't know what you mean by lewd and all that. You can. Have, I mean, I'm going to give you I'm, the win on that part. Well, but on, I'm just I, saying, I, I, I in terms of well, right. I, oh, he jacked right, the me, he jacked the guitar off, and that's right. I'm just saying, in terms of what we're talking about, I think we're talking about in terms of messaging and imagery that we don't want to see toward kids. There'd be no way in hell I'd want a kid to see Prince all the way up to Purple Rain. I don't. It's not appropriate for children. In the same way, I don't think Megan or Cardi is appropriate for children at this point in their career. Neither one of them. I, and I would argue on some levels, the Prince one was probably more crazy because not only he did not only did he have these songs and songs by other people, he also had visuals and he had a movie, which I thought it was an R-rated movie for a reason. I don't think that's something kids should have been exposed to. Personally. Well, and I'm a Prince I, fan. There's nothing to, to me. The movie Purple Rain was no different in terms of the sexual content that you see in a in a typical R-rated movie. So I'm not calling that to me what lewd is. So I don't call that lewd. What lewd is is gratuitous uh, imagery that mm. is used just to sell a product. And Prince was more than that. Prince was an artist with his shit. But he absolutely did what but you just described. Yeah, I would agree. He did do that. I don't think he was lewd, though. Oh, that's just fine. Say, I say you, that. you literally just said what you described, lewd, and what you described is what Prince did. Yeah, Prince Prince had the poster in the Controversy you, album. I'm going to use your... He no. had the 1999 with his ass crack hanging out. All of that was to sell a product, in my opinion. He had Vanity Six. That wasn't art. Let's, let's, let's stop. Let's, let's keep it above. That song was jamming, but Vanity Six was Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. I don't see what the difference. That's right. Is. Nasty Girl was written by Prince, where he where she said, "I need seven inches more." That's the same she, thing. As but doing she needed here. shoes seven inches longer. What, what did she want seven inches more of? The only thing I would give the Megans so, notes I, today, I would assume that these young can I, ladies Mike, are. Can I jump in here? At just all? When, I, when I'm done, sorry, I would assume these young ladies are writing their own lyrics, and a man isn't writing that sort of pushing that imagery on them. I would, uh, I would hope that women have come further in the game than when Vanity was going. But again, I would say probably it'd be problem. I think it's more problematic Vanity Six and Apollonia Six than. A Cardi B and them. At least, at least you could probably argue that the Cardis and the Megans are the captains of their own domain and they are deciding how they're going to come out and what they're going to say as opposed to where there was a man sort of dictating and writing these images. And I don't know if the women all, you know, if they would have chosen it themselves, maybe they would have done it differently. Here's, a, here's from uh, the 1982 uh, classic Drive Me Wild. Ooh, look at me, I'm a Cadillac. I'm a brand new convertible child. I've never been driven, baby. You're the first. Come on, baby. Drive me wild. Nothing lewd about that. Right. Yeah, it's all that's what I call metaphor, as opposed to just putting out exactly what's on your mind, calling it thought shit. There's a big difference. One is lyrical, right. one is just lewd. And one is like, I want to fuck the taste out of your mouth, right? Like mm-hmm. that. Again, like I said, Prince was talking about from uh, Let's Pretend We're Married, that one little clip. Oh, that makes makes the whole song lewd. No, I'm not saying the whole song is lewd. I'm just saying the lyric he said. (laughs) 
you know, you could use head for that matter. There's nothing like clever about head. You know, I, I'm waiting for you to cape for sister. Like, because again, I haven't, I don't know there's catalogs. So let me be clear. I don't know if Mickey or Megan has a song about doing their own sister and having a sexual relationship with. To me, that's out. That's way out there. Blue, now, she now, said, so a I would love job to hear doesn't the cape. mean below. Yeah, I would love to hear the, the, ex, the art on that one. As I thought. Well, no, my silence doesn't mean I agree with you. <laughs> okay, well, like, go what ahead. You, what, what, what more do you want me to no, say? No, I hear you typing like you're looking for the lyrics. <laughs> no, I am looking for There's no way. There's no logical cape on that. I just do that. I she don't wear no underwear. She yeah, says okay. it only gets in her hair, and it's got a funny way of stopping the juice. That's not very lyrical. What she was talking about, he was talking about orange juice. Well... That was different. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> Prince's body of work is not. Oh, absolutely. As absolutely. These I, I agree. I, I, I said, I'm I, but I was saying, I agree with that, what you said. Even the parameters which you just now d- define, I agree with that as well. Again, if we were to compare the body of Prince's entire catalog versus the where they're currently at in their career with these Cardis and the three or four albums, absolutely, he's on some other shit. Like, that's, I, I agree with you. If you were to take them in context of where they're both at at that particular point in their careers, I would say he's probably more wild than they are, actually. And he's a man. And they're women. So on one hand, my whatever brain you want to say, I could see them being sexual like that. But the black man doing that, not that I have any problem with it. To me, back in the 80s, that would be wild as fuck. And he was. And then when we, and we celebrate him for that. I celebrated yeah. for that. He uh, was wearing high. Lyrics. This nigga was wearing high heels and makeup, dog. And he the was 80s. wearing a speedo. Yeah, he and was out there else. with the ass. Yeah, so I mean, he was on some other <laughs> shit. And even in the nineties, he threw his ass out there, right on Get Off. Way later, in his, he was always. I mean, that. But we celebrate him that. So I agree. Me personally, the Megans and them are really no different. But my point is to say, just because we had Prince. Madonna, whatever, who the people in the brand. I, I actually think that maybe we necessarily shouldn't have them like that. Or if we did, they shouldn't be mainstream. I said that I'm, so I'm not saying there's not a place for this stuff. I just have a problem with to, the ones for today. And I don't know if Q agrees with this. They are so, they are the face of music in the game. And they're super. Um, sexualized and like it's just so, so aggressive and hypersexualized, and they're black women. And I'm just thinking back in the days, I didn't understand the context of seeing a black woman overtly sexualized like that, or a black man in that matter. I didn't understand the critical race theory of buck breaking and the things that they did to us sexually, and how some of this breeds from that. I would have had no idea, I was dumb. But now as an older person, I understand, I can see the lineage of what she's doing and I could trace it back to the ancient mamas and all that. And I was like, this is just a different version of that. But it's even more hardcore. I mean, literally it's just her ass on the screen. This is a sexual object. And the sad part about it, and this is my opinion, there are certain people that see that and they will see black people as, yeah, they are sexual. They I love I'm, I love the sisters. I'm, 
I want a fat ass like that. You know, and they go back to work and they're going to go back to work and see the chick that works there. And like, mm, how you doing? Know? You're doing okay? Yeah, all right. That's what, in the back of their mind, they're thinking of that Cardi visual or that Megan visual that is so prominent. I think that's detrimental. That it's, just, it's too, it's not a balance in it. But you're, I was going to cut you off. You go ahead. Oh, I guess he had nothing to say. But well, um, one, one more I want to read from the Prince, the Book of Prince. Sure. Um, Pussy got bank in her pockets before she got dick in her drawers. If brother didn't have good and plenty of his own in love, pussy never did fall. Ah, pussy control. Oh. That's from the 1996 Gold Experience album. Right. That's that's lovely. Uh, I just I just read the first verse of Megan Thee Stallion's track. Uh, what is this? Savage. Worse than uh, to me, it's worse than anything Prince has ever written. Give, give us give us a little taste of it. because I, I want to hear this. I'm not reading this, man. You can look it up. <laughs> that bad? It you is brought to me, it up. I, no, but I, I'm ahead, looking at the lyrics. It. No, I don't want to. I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm saying to me. This is worse than anything to me that Prince has I, ever I'll read written. It. I read it. I'm <laughs> that ahead. bitch. Been that bitch. Still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. Yeah. I'm the hood Mona Lisa. Break a nigga into pieces. Had to X some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza. I'm way too exclusive. I don't sh shop on Insta boutiques. All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash shit. Pussy like water, I'm unbothered and relaxing. I would never trip on a nigga if I had him. Bitch, that's my trash. You the maid, so you bagged him. Ah! Okay. It's like, how? Uh -huh. That's worse than pussy control? Okay. I didn't, because I didn't, control, despite the. Come on, let me. Can I finish? Despite the word pussy in it, he's. Despite the word pussy in it, he's talking about a woman who had control of her sexuality so she could get her degree and make something of herself first. Well, you know, Megan the Stallion actually has a degree. Well, that's fine. But it doesn't matter, does it? She doesn't talk about it. <laughs> actually, she does. That's how I know about it. Not in those lyrics. That's what we're talking about. Well, again, we don't, uh, unless you know more about her catalog, I don't, <laughs> does she not see, she never raps about these things in her song? Not in that song right there, no. Oh, uh, right. Again, the parameters you just set right there, <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> not in well, this song. Well, you, I didn't, <laughs> you're right. You're pussy control. <laughs> so right. you want to bring it up? Let's talk about what the song's about. Absolutely. All right. Well, like I said, man, all of this stuff is ratchet. And it's not to say there's not a place for it. There is. And this shit will still be in my class on critical race theory. Oh, there you go. Going back to that. Okay. That's what, well, that's why it came into play. All right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it, we're, we're at an interesting time. Some would argue it is no different than what it was in the past. I just want us to learn from the past. And just because it was something we did back in the day doesn't mean that's what I want my kids to experience. Maybe I realize, eh, maybe it should have had some more conversation about it, not just showing it. And maybe that's what's happening today. Maybe because there is so much sexual content 
maybe people are talking about it more. That, that maybe that is a good thing. You know? uh, and I it's also it's also being spread all over the place because of uh, of uh, you know in the internet is far okay. more in our, it's much more in our faces now now it is sure. today than it was back then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and you know. I, I think I don't have a daughter, man. I thank God I don't have a daughter. But you have a son. That's See, true. They're, they're both exposed. This is actually even probably more enticing to the young boy because we don't want to look at nice ass, right? You hope that the young man doesn't think that this is what women are in totality, right? Because they don't really get to see. That's the thing I want to. You don't really. The, 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 the representation, they always. Don't they say representation matters? Well, wouldn't that same concept matter when, when we have popular media media like this? Are we being inundated by the over-sexualized black woman? Where's the, you know what I mean? Like, even if you just went, I was thinking about looking at the movies back, we had Love Jones, we had Nia Long, um, Shania Lathan. Who else was, you know, Vivica Fox. There was always the the, the Haley Berry. <coughs> it was that that always that black woman that was fine as hell, and she was an actress. Who is that today? Who is the fine black woman actress today? I know they're out there. To some people, Zendaya. Who? Zendaya. Remind. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, to some people, I right. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, who else? It's got to be um, Chloe Bailey. Oh, is that the twins? Yeah. Well, okay. they're not twins, but they play. Yeah. So a lot of these women you're naming, I, I picture them as young, but I don't know if that if they seem about as young as Nia Long was at the time. Maybe they are. Yeah, she's, yeah Chloe's 22. Okay, okay. Mm, you know, Fair enough. That's about the age of Nia. Yeah. Um, uh, the only person I got left is Nicole Bar. Nicole Bahari, Issa Rae. Oh, Issa Rae. Okay, Issa Rae. Megan sure. Good. Yeah, yeah, Megan Good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. I know the name. I'm trying to. Valkyrie and uh, Thor. Yes, yes. She's the woman. Yeah. She was the one who got got caught up kissing. What's her name? Yes, 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 yes. yes. And another yeah. kind of bullshit thing. Absolutely. I know you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there is some out there for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And then, you know, so there's that. And I guess I was going back to the, to, to the rapper. And I was just thinking, it's interesting, the image of the female black rapper today. And I'm not hating on Cardi. I'm, this time, I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm not hating on any of these young women. It's just interesting to me how it has evolved from the Sh Roxanne Shante and Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah MC Light. MC yeah, you know, I think you got, you know, uh, uh, Salt and Pepper. Jean Grey. Algebra. Jean Grey. Yo, yo. And then oh, I think the, it got to us. Go ahead. Who was the British, who was the British chick? Uh, Money oh, Love. Love. Yeah. And then it got to the, and, and a lot of them were not overly sexual per se. And the presentation of them. Some of them almost more manly characteristics. That was the thing. You had to be seen as tough. But I think little Kim and them brought in, you can be, uh, you know, a, a woman and stuff. 
I, in my mind, the pinnacle of the the black uh, you know female. You yeah, you know the pinnacle of it, and I can understand why they would never want that image to be presented again. It would be Lauren Hill. Because I thought she, you were gonna say Sister Soldier. <laughs> oh no, no, no! They, they, they didn't let her become the pinnacle at all. But 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 see, I think Lauren Hill embodied some of the Sister Soldier embodied the fly ass sister that was fine as fuck. She was the hip hop. She embodied the singer part. She had it all, man. And she was she an was, act. She was an actress. actress, right? She was, and she was dropping knowledge yep. too. And the shit sounded like her voice is that is that soulness that black people when you think of voices and it's a black person she had that she had it all in one fucking she package. was a hip hop Whitney Houston yeah she was everything and, and, and I'm saying and she was saying something I yeah. think that was the pinnacle of it and even the game recognized it she won Grammy of the year and all that blah 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 but I can imagine why they would not want to have another type of person like that because it would just because you couldn't control what she was going to say. You, you really wouldn't know what you know, what I mean, like, nah, she might go ahead and say on some Kanye shit. Cause can't control that. And and she's a woman and she's a nurturer. You know what I mean? So I could see why. I'm not saying there's some boogeyman behind the scenes, but why it would shift over to the overly sexual it sort of plays back into how we saw we wanted to see you anyway kind of way the overly sassy and then even for the people that it's sort of made for well she it seems like she's like uh you know we always want to hold up oh she's telling it like it is and she's one of us she made it it, it captures that but it also unfortunately i think the problem it captures that over sexualized no morals type of thing that I think the mainstream ultimately thinks about and wants to see you as, and they won't necessarily take you. It's not, you're not going to be taken serious across the board. I'm not saying they don't take Cardi serious or Meg. There's always, you know, they're going to take Michael Jordan serious. He's the cash cow. But the rest of you niggas, <laughs> Are just dribbling ball. You see what I'm saying? The rest of you pause. Right. The rest of you that look even finer than Cardi and, and at the club doing all that, you're just potential baby mamas that's gonna be on the system. We don't take you serious. That's why I said there's the difference between those who can look at this content and leave it alone and move forward. And then there's those who are going to actually live that shit and are going to be the other side of the lyrics that they don't talk about, the, the, the out-of-wedlock kids, not necessarily have a job or got jail records or all this, trying to live up to this fantasy image that I can understand why they play into that. Because they, they would rather you probably fall into that than to hear, like I said, the, the, the Lauren Hill and what she's talking about and try to better yourself in your community because it's inundated in the music and it's presented from the dopest of the dopest. I can see why that imagery would not be, even to this day, there's really nobody 
that's presented like that, that is on mainstream, you know, that has all of those elements. It's not to say that there's people that probably don't have those, but they're never going to put that. Because the, the first thing they would probably say to her is like, yo, this is fabulous. This is great. Can you show more ass? <laughs> but they were you probably showing more ass. We didn't got time for you. Go ahead. Keith. They're probably saying it because they, they think that that's what we, the public, want. Well, there's some that do want that. You want what you've been constantly shown all the time. You can get trained into wanting things. And there's and I think there's people that would rather see you in that light than to see you other. Why would I sign a group that's talking about, like you know, you said earlier, defund the police? Why would I sign them? Hell no, I want the ones that say kill a nigga. Uh, that's kind of a stretch. Mike, okay. <laughs> it might be, but I'm just saying, why would I promote something I think you're going to be talking against me? And, and, and I'm the one funding this shit. Why would I fund that? Well, no, Lauren, did Lauren Hill talk against any the the people that signed her? No, I'm not saying she's talking about. I'm saying she she can talk about the system. Okay, she was talking about some shit, some real stuff. She was talking about black people getting their shit together, women get your stuff together. She wasn't I, I, talking about being a hoe. She wasn't talking about nothing like easy and all. Then was talking about she was on. She was the. She had learned all of that. She's from the school of Chuck D and from everything that came forward and, and black power and presented it in a whole different way. She was like, a, you know, I think that the last part would be like an Erica Badu, but Erica was not, she didn't have the full package. She was just the singer. It was that same kind of vibe. So, but anyway, I, I, I'm rambling. I personally think they think we'll make them money. <clears throat> as long as you don't say the K word or the F word in it. Okay. It's quite possible as well. So uh, go ahead. I was gonna say not to uh dictate the way the show is gonna go, but I was hoping I gotta I gotta bounce in a few. I was hoping we could talk about Loki. Oh, okay. He's like nigga, get get it together because I want to talk about Stop stop passing the collection plate. I got, I got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Deacon. I'm sorry. Let's go to the book of Marvel. Because the text saith <laughs> Well, Book of Marvel, Chapter Loki is a new series on Disney Plus debuted. Um, yeah, so we got the Loki show. Q, you got something? And Q got something to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Why are you going to introduce me like that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the nigga come to the stage right now. I got something to say. Listen to him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, I checked it out. Last night, I'm, I'll admit I fell asleep on it because it was around one in the morning. I just come back from a job. Uh, Whoa, pause. <laughs> it was a long drive. <laughs> see, see, this is from listening to too much Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, here you see, go. <laughs> sure. No, too much. I'm just trying to appease to the Andrew Gillum in you, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? And you know what? I appreciate that because I want to be—I want to be an intelligent black man who could possibly run for office one day too. Thank you. Anyway, you got the cake, bro. Um, I watched it last night. I fell asleep towards the last ten minutes or so. I checked it out this morning, and uh, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. I'm kind of—I'm kind of accepting of the fact that Marvel's not always going to give me what I want. Although I still think WandaVision was trash. 
this isn't what I was expecting uh, from a Marvel property. Uh, after seeing, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But mm-hmm. I will say that Tom Hiddleston is a beast in terms of acting. I like Owen Wilson. I thought it was shot beautifully. I love the color palette. And the thing about it is, it's like it wasn't really, it, it felt more like a, almost like a Star Trek or a, or a sci-fi, like the, a, a show you see on the sci-fi network or something like that. So I had to put that aside. I had to put aside the fact that this isn't this is a demigod and yet there's this organization that can control him and even infinity are we spoiling? Sure, go ahead. And this is organization that we haven't seen in how many years of MCU? Since 2005, we've never seen heard of this organization. It's an organization that Possibly could have prevented, well, not possibly, could have prevented 50 or half of the entire universe being blinked out of existence by Thanos. And I guess they was like, hold your own nuts. I don't know. So I had to look past a lot of stuff. But I'm intrigued enough to say, okay, all right, I'll keep watching. There's a scene, there's a scene here where I said, okay, I'm gonna give y'all a shot. It's the scene where Tom Hiddleston is looking at uh a holograph of his dead mother, Frigga, which is, by the way, where uh, Fri- the word Friday comes from. Just wanted to throw that out. But, um, and he just, the, the acting on his face, I was like, you know what, man? It's like what you said, Mike, when uh, when Steve Rogers wore that ridiculous looking Captain America outfit in Avengers. Yo, where the, where the, where the outfit, homie? Go ahead, where, where the outfit? I'm like, go ahead, do what y'all want to do. All right, my man Tom Hiddleston is killing it. <laughs> in the acting department. So I'm a, I'm a check it out. So I give it, um, I give it three and a half reels out of five. All right. All right. And pool. Oh, you- oh, can I, oh. can I ask a question real quick? Sure. How, how do they reconcile the fact you brought this up to me earlier? How do they reconcile the fact that this TVA exists, but they didn't step in at all to try to stop Thanos, I think they on their series Uatu, I guess, huh? I'm like, didn't they say something like, "Well, that was that was meant to happen," or yeah, yeah that so, I mean, it's, they essentially it's, said that there's these three beings that are controlling the flow of time, as if that's their role is to keep the time in one singular, um, I guess, one singular universe, and to make sure that there's no variance when you get all these different multiverses. So. Essentially, so, what I took from that was is that they're seeing the beginning and the end or the way things flow. And the whole thing is just to keep the time in that one linear line and no convergences that get to the multiverses. Let, so let, me, what, let me ask you this quick question based off of what you just said. Yes, sir. Imagine I, I was like and I'm watching the show and I say what Q was like and I'm like, I understand why they're going to say what they're going to say. But it's like when you introduce time travel, it's just like, okay, anything can happen. If I knew nothing about Marvel and I was watching this show and I've watched the movies and then, then this explanation and I didn't know nothing about the comics, I'd be like, wow, what a load of shit. Like, they just, they could, <laughs> essentially, yeah. They could just come up with, we're like, what the fuck are they doing now? I gotta. But can I, go can I ask a question? So, so they're gonna use their time devices. To stop Loki from getting out of his chair, that's a problem. 
but they don't use it. Why wasn't it an issue when um, Doctor Strange used the Time Stone, the Eye of Agamotto or whatever, to uh, fight Dormammu and keep repeating that over and over again? Why didn't they have a problem with uh, Thanos uh, sending back, rolling back time so he could bring Vision back to life or whatever and then then take the stone out of his forehead? They didn't have a problem with any of that? Because it's called critical certain point of view theory. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on your your Ben Kenobi? From a certain certain point of view. The the only only explanation I got is their role is to keep one singular timeline. That's what they said. Their whole thing is to keep one singular timeline and there's no and there's no creation of any uh, divergence that lead to multiverses. So Thanos... Mm. Thanos <sighs> gathering the... I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just telling what they said. So How the, I understood so the, it. The, the, quantum gathering, realm, the quantum that, realm, they don't care about that either. That we saw in Endgame. Okay, explain the quantum realm. Didn't they go through the quantum realm to go... Didn't Tony Stark go when they went into I, the past? This is your argument. You tell me. Explain to me the, the quantum no, realm. In Endgame, they, they I got... I get that. So why wouldn't the TVA have a problem with them going back to alter the past right. and possibly create new divergences? Because they're going to say that was meant to happen. Okay. That's what they That's, said. That, this is the point where the storytelling, if it's not going to be really good, it's going to fall apart because then it's just going to retcon everything that we have seen to keep it going. And right. I hope they have some great stories set up because this could be the problem where it's like, okay, we're done with the Iron Mans and all that. Now what do we do? And it seems like they're trying to play around with like we can go back and redo that. So you know what I mean? And, and I hope they don't. I hope the MCU does not start to fall apart, introducing all of this kind of stuff. Uh, when you like I said, when you introduce time travel and you, and you keep going back to it, playing a dangerous game, you're gonna fall in the Terminator territory. I was just thinking that too. I was just thinking that. Star Trek has gone that and gone that route too, and actually the TVA, I think, is ripped off from uh, um, a concept from Deep Space Nine. They had something mm-hmm. very similar to that. The, the only issue I take with is okay. Well, how do you explain Captain America living out his life with Peggy? They didn't do anything about that. They they gonna have to explain that one. Mm-hmm. Because essentially, when he went back, he created a new timeline so yeah, it just gets that's the, that's the only one I'm like okay and, you gotta clean that and, one up and then the, the ancient one the white version white female version of the ancient one I said it she she goes through this whole thing talking to uh, Bruce Banner about she explains the whole thing there, there's a one line timeline and if something happens it'll do- create a divergence so you guys have to go back and put them time th- those those uh, the Infinity Stones back where you found them. Well, why wouldn't the TVA say, "Hey, let's we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna step in on here and help y'all do that shit"? Because that's that's our job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Well, I will say this. I I enjoyed this Loki the first episode. I'm very curious to see where it goes. I thought it was interesting introducing the three timekeepers, and it kind of made again it made everything that we've seen so far feel like it was nothing because it was like they had the, the, the infinity stones just sitting in a drawer 
Yeah, I was like, my okay, that was a that, huge mistake. That right was there, like that was like Luke taking the lightsaber in the last uh, and chucking that <laughs> bitch. Like, I don't fuck about. It. To me, I was like, so they built this whole multi movie extravaganza, and then they just got them bitches sitting in a drawer like it's nothing. <laughs> I was like, okay, really, really, just throw it all out. Like of ring the, pops. Yeah, yeah, just like well, that meant nothing. Okay. I don't want to watch those movies again. So I, you know, like I said, it's a it's a bold moves they were doing. I want to see how they write themselves out of this shit. I thought I heard them say. I thought I heard the guy say, in the scene where Loki says, "I'll gut you like a fish" or something like that. And then he says, "Okay, I'll I'll show you. Here here's here's the stones." I thought he said something like, "These are just one version of the stones." I thought I heard him say something Man. like that. Man. So those aren't those aren't human beings because he said, "What's a fish?" So those aren't human beings that have been, or maybe they just haven't been taught stuff from. Right it, it, again, you're right. It, has, it it opens the door to so much other stuff. I'm just like, okay, what's going on here? I mean, yeah, I mean, Asgard's aren't human beings. The people, well, on, they know uh, what fish are. I don't know that. Well, Loki says, "How do you not know what a fish is?" Oh yeah, you got a point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna watch the next episode. I'm, I, I like this more than I like uh, WandaVision so far, and uh, I actually, I really liked it. Actually, I thought it was interesting. I want to see the, more. The part that I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say confused me, but at some part didn't sit right with me. It was where he said, "We need your help to stop this person that's killing," and he's like, "How can I help?" Well, it's you, and I'm like, "Oh, come on! What the fuck?" <laughs> And so are we like to believe that the guy, when they go back and they go back to 1859, Oklahoma and shit, was it Oklahoma? I was like, they're not going to put this shit in Tulsa. Come on now. But when they go back, is that, are we supposed to believe that that guy who set the fire was Loki? I guess so. (laughs) I'm trying to understand why is he so like concerned about earth shit? I didn't understand. Like, why does he want Midgard? So what? I well, like, I thought he wants to control the nine realms, and Earth is one of them. Okay, Are you talking about Loki or Loki? The, uh, yeah, I was oh, like, well, uh, why is he so focused on go get one of the other planets? What the fuck do we have? But, but I mean, what? again, I'm that's I'm nitpicking. <laughs> yeah. That's that that's that white privilege. Apparently, Earth uh-huh. is the center of the universe. I I died laughing when my man, uh, what's his name, uh, Niobe? No, no, uh, what's it? What's his name? Owen Wilson's character. Um, Mobius. He says, you know, for someone who is meant to be king, you should lose a lot. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Loki. Don't, don't, uh, go ahead. No, Loki's like, motherfucker, you gonna call me out like that? <laughs> see, see, the characters that the, the Owen Wilson and those guys, they seem to be so powerful and stuff. Why wouldn't they ever call, because I'm done doing what Q did. Would they call Thanos in there like that? What you mean? What do you mean? Well, like how they just had... Well, they got Loki because he was jumping through time. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought Thanos was kind of fucking with time and doing that too. And they could see what he's doing. Like, this is the guy we need to pull in here and tell him to stop what the fuck he's doing. But I, I don't know. It just seems like, what's the power level? How are they? They're they're above everything. Like, is yeah. any of this in ever any danger then? Because they're gonna just like snap it back or something. I, that's what I was trying to understand. Like, yeah. To me, the dopest part in the 
in the uh, show was when Hippolyta from uh, Love Country, no, Lovecraft Country, punched Loki. It was like, yeah, you're moving at 116 speed, but you're feeling every bit of that. I was just like, God damn, that's a bad chick. Okay. okay. But then he got her back. He was doing the equivalent of bitch slapping her in time. <laughs> Stop! It! Stop! It! That was hilarious to me. You know, the show kind of gives me BBC vibes. B- BBC vibes. Yeah, I can see that. I can I'm see that. Like a, what's that Doctor Who? Yeah. With a bigger budget. It kind of reminded me of... I was gonna say you just stuff a whole lot of nerves saying that shit. You know. I mean, I just I'm just going top of the head. It reminded me of that. It reminded me of uh, I I could not get through this movie, and I tried to watch it again when my wife was watching a couple days ago. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've never seen that. That is no. so pretentious. No? Okay. <laughs> a lot of people speak highly. Of- oh yeah. yeah. I I watched it one time, and I was like. Okay, I don't get it. But people just swing from Edgar Wright's nuts. You know, he can't do no wrong. It wasn't that a that's a book though, right? Like or something. Well, but right. he direct he directed it and they, they love everything he does. Right. I'm just saying I think before it was a movie, it was a big deal as a was it a book cue? Is that what it was? Yes, it yeah. was. And I, I couldn't wait to see the movie. Uh because I'm a huge fan of uh Martin Freeman, who played who was the white guy in that movie, oh. playing next to uh most deaf. Uh, Most deaf is in there? Why? Yeah. He, he was one of the lead He was a lead character. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen any footage of it either. So you better check it out. I don't know why Most deaf is not acting more. He was excellent in uh, something the Lord made. Uh, I think he has some issues about being in the States, child support. And he left America early. Huh? Yeah. I'm talking oh, about damn, us. really? I'm talking about it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that got dark. <laughs> <laughs> that got really dark. Shit. <laughs> He's like, Charles, what? Peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? There's certain critical theories that just don't escape us, no matter what the success. I gotta put him in the video, Mike. I gotta put him in the video. Then, see, God bless the child. <laughs> Uh, salute to that brother. I saw him live one time. It was phenomenal, man. Wait a minute. Do we want to salute him? Like, hold up. I salute his talent. <laughs> okay. Talent. <laughs> brother. And I agree. He was a good actor for the stuff he was in. He, he probably could have had a whole big career in that. My opinion, he, he never topped, uh, was it Big Black from Bamboozled? He killed that role. Oh, I I have to watch that movie again. I haven't seen it since yes, it came out. Yes, you do. I mean, you do. Watch it. Absolutely. I like Tariq made, in my opinion, Tariq made his whole career <coughs> off of that movie. Hilarious. Speaking of Tariq real quick, there was that news story that just came out earlier this week about the Asian guy who shot at that six-year-old kid. Oh, oh yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I don't have it in front of me. It was an Asian man. Uh, the kids were riding their bikes on the neighborhood. Oh, was that an Asian dude that did that? Yes, sir. Not and, that it uh, matters that much, I guess. Let me stop Asian hate. Um, <laughs> <Are> you, <what? laughs> Cold piece of work. Okay, I got I to gotta back off after that one. <laughs> what? But anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, the, I guess the story was he had threatened the child with a sledgehammer at first. The child left his bike, went back to get the bike, and then the man pulled a gun and shot him. Hit him and in the arm. 
Hit him in but the it, arm. It was a white, wasn't it a white kid? A black child. I uh, thought I saw two white kids running away. Hey, they interview his dad in the viral news story, black father. I guess I got to have the same energy, but not that it really matters. I'm glad you saw him. I'm glad you call it. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, I guess originally he had gotten bail was $10,000 and he got out. I was watching Tyreek's live the other day yesterday and he's Tyreek said he started putting the story out. Then he said he had a video call with the prosecutor from that city who did it. And the prosecutor was explaining to well, this is what happened. Tyreek was saying, Hey man, we're about to put y'all on blast. You need to get this together and get it right. Cause we're about to put the heat on you, which they did. And of course the people got on them on social media. So they actually rearrested that guy and rose raised his bail apparently so he is back in jail because that that just that look crazy man like imagine that and i'm and i'm curious i don't know if this is pumping on cnn and all these other channels but it's like a somebody shot at a six-year-old child and then got ten thousand dollar bail and back on the streets imagine if that was you know Imagine if that was an Asian child. And we have been hearing all of these instances of violence toward Asians. Imagine if somebody shot an Asian child and got back on the streets. All hell would, as they should, all hell would break. You know, they'd be talking about this. So it's just, I think that's what a lot of people was outraged. Like, why is this allowed to happen? Where's the justice? Where's the same energy? And I was saying, when you brought up Tyreek, I was like, man, I didn't know he had anything to do with that. Uh, you know, getting at the prosecutor and getting them to re rechange that. So salute to that brother. And I hope that child is okay, man. God, I I, I can't imagine if that was my child. <laughs> Woo! Mm, mm, mm. That's hey, wild. I'm not trying. To, the, the the views of Q Storm do not necessarily represent those of podcast juice, but fight fire with fire. Here you go. Uh, does somebody right now listen to. Oh. <laughs> ah. uh, but yeah, that's a wild story. Uh, real quick, Q, I know you got to go. Uh, but I was on, there's this movie that I watched the other night. It's called Equal Standard. Uh, long list of people in this movie. Ice T has a small part in this. Hassan Johnson, who you will know from The Wire. He's that that meme that everybody when they go oh you know from the wire. Uh, Frito stars in this. Oh, you mean Weebay? Weebay, yeah, Weebay. I'm sorry, Weebay. These all have small parts in it. Uh, Tretch, uh, the the fat dude from Juice. Can't hey, think of can I ask you a question real quick? Go ahead. Is Fredro Star the dude that I saw somebody posted up uh, the evil Pharrell? Yes. <laughs> Is that him? That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. They did a wrong uh, but but the movie, what this movie is about is it's a it's a cop movie. It's a black cop. Uh, his wife is also a, a police officer. His wife is a R and B singer. I can't think of, think of her name at the moment. But he's a cop, and he gets into an incident with some white cops. Uh, essentially, the white cops shoot him, and he shoots the white cop. And the white cop dies. And so it's about, it, it takes place in today's world. It's a lot of racial tension. 
Should the black ops officer be tried for this? Um, there's some racism going on within the department. Uh, also, it, it takes place in the New York area. So you have the hood and you and it literally is a subplot in the story of the Bloods and the Crips having a truce and coming together to fight the other side. Which I thought was a very interesting subplot. And I would have actually would have rather had seen the movie all have been about that. That was very interesting. And of course, this is where you, you, your Tretch characters and your Ice T's and they play the gangsters. And, you know, they are very, they know how to play that role on screen. They bring a certain magnetism, which I thought, I just thought, I was like, wow, you don't see movies like this. And what they were talking about doing, I was like, you really don't, they've never done a gangster movie like this. <laughs> And then, of course, it shows the, the black police officer and his family and how it deals with it and the, the family, the people who got killed. I thought it was an entertaining movie on the level of, um, what's the movie that came out earlier this year when the, the black father took over the police station? American Skin. Very much on the level of an American Skin type of movie. Um, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Again, the scenes... There's a scene when these white police officers continue to come through, like, you know, the, the projects in Harlem or where Brooklyn, where they live, and the brothers on the block. And there's so much tension. Like, you think it's a powder keg ready to happen, and, and nobody's backing down. And then the guns get to be drawn. And I'm like, man, I don't know if this is ever going to happen in real life like this, but I, I feel like we're getting to this. Something bad, even more worse could happen. And it, looking at the cover of the movie, it's that one side you got Tretch, mean mugging the police officer. The police officer got his gun straight to his head. And that was a tense moment in the movie, too. I was like, man, this is an interesting movie. And again, to see in the movie, like that subplot where you see guys that have blue rags and red rags on the same arm, I was like, whoa, that's probably the scariest. For some people watching it, that's a horror film, doesn't it? Whoa. You never let that happen. <laughs> and they even talk about like the tensions of, of, of uniting like that. But man, we have to do it for the greater good. This is a very interesting movie. So it was a cool movie. I don't know. Uh, I guess it's brand new. But it's from 2020, it says. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Equal standard. Probably will never get a wide release. I would be shocked if it gets on Netflix. But it was a nice, it was a good movie. I, I like it. it was you know, not the best movie in the world, but so where did you see it on? Oh, I rented it. It's, you know, it's on streaming. That's where I watched it. It, it. I was just scrolling through the you know new and hot section, and I noticed it on there. And I was like, oh, I seen this trailer online a few months ago. I don't. I want to watch this. And I'm glad I'm dead. You know, it was worth the five dollars or whatever. So equal standard. You want a good cop flick hood movie in today's world? Hey man, this can't go wrong. That's cool. That's a cool little flick. So there you go. Also, let me say I watched uh, uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Uh, the, the Indiana Jones movies just came out on uh, 4K this week, so I was like, let me watch this. I actually that's one of my favorites, just from remembering as a kid. And I watched it. I hadn't seen that movie in years. That movie is wild. <laughs> it's a lot of wild imagery in that movie 
I don't know if something <laughs> like that would come out today. <laughs> the short round character is very interesting. <laughs> they was wow, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, Ooh. man. I was like, yeah, I don't know if that was like, and then just like, it takes place in Middle Eastern stuff in this <laughs> and how they depict what they eat. And it's a, I mean, they play on this whole joke of the food. Then that was a whole controversy that lasted a lot. Was that Steve, a controversy? Okay. Spielberg got, got dinged for that, man. Okay. I was wondering, because I was like, man, this is, this, they on that shit back then. I was like, this is Spielberg? I was like, okay, I see how you really did. <laughs> I remember when I first saw that movie, man, I thought that movie was was the best thing ever in the I thought the more same. I watch it, the more I dislike it. The more really? I watch it, the more I'm like, I mean, I, I still like it, but it's this, it's stupid. I mean, kids getting there's a there's a scene where oh. a big dude is just walking around whipping kids. I'm I like, was Damn. in tears, nigga. Watching, <laughs> I was let me say, I was a little <laughs> fucked up watching this shit, but that shit had me oh, dying. <laughs> they were beating the brakes really, off them Mike? kids in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like they are full. <laughs> okay, Q. I think you just broke the decibel uh, record for the, your last. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I had to put the headphones off on that one. They was beating the shit out of the kids in this movie. Man. God damn! And the thing I remember uh, when they're on the bridge and 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 Indy's trying to climb up the bridge to fall right. apart. And them motherfuckers can't hit him with an arrow. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that movie, that movie jumped the shark with it. With a with a uh, coal, with it in the uh, the bucket. What do you call it? the 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 cart? Uh, and there's a split in yeah. the split in the track, yeah, and they yeah, yeah, jump. Yeah. I remember everyone in the theater. I remember the first time I saw everyone in the theater was like, "Oh man!" I, it, it does that so, at the very beginning when like they jump it, out the plane. There's no. I was like, they jump out of a plane. On a life. Oh boat. yeah, that's when it jumped. I was like, okay, this is on some adventure bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I remember people were clowning Crystal Skull when he got into the refrigerator and survived the nuclear blast. Right. That's nothing on. That's that. almost that. That's as fucked up as the. You can make a good point. Falling out. What? I'm sorry. Hundred feet the, in the air. The refrigerator one is far worse, in my opinion. Nah, man, you can't jump out on no moving plane and. Out on a mountain and then just land and not and survive. I'm sorry, you. I'm sorry, you can't jump into a refrigerator and a nuclear bomb drop and somehow survive that shit. How you Come don't on. know that? You don't know the megaton well, the okay, bomb. Mike, stop, Mike, stop. Mike. I, I know, I'm just stop, Mike. Stop, Mike. <laughs> no, Mike, stop. <laughs> but let's just say the, and the, and the worst was, part of. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. The worst part about it is, is that when I was watching Kino and Chris's skull, I'm like, damn, how are you gonna survive it? And he went into the uh, the refrigerator, and said lead line. I was like, oh, and I was like, wait a minute, that's some bullshit. So well, they almost I, had me for a minute. Again, that's why I think if you go to Temple of Doom, it was some bullshit back then. So anything they do, damn near 15 years later, of course that's you already done gave it a pass. So. Uh, but let's just say I watched that movie. Man, it plays a lot differently. It's on some adventure shit. Indiana Jones's character is actually very, from what I remember, he, now he's different than the other movies. He almost was playing like Han Solo. It felt like in this movie to me, just the way he was saying things. But it was fun. I hadn't seen it in years. I, it's still watchable to me. It's a very interesting movie. It definitely stands out from the other movies. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was good to watch, and I, I hadn't seen these movies in a time. I can't imagine, and I say all this to say they are literally filming a new one right now. Go ahead and get your paper, Harrison. But man, y'all need, y'all need to let that alone, man. God. Yeah. Yeah. Every it's just it's, you know, it's interesting because I think it got brought up this last week. They named that um, Steven Spielberg's worst movie. <laughs> and it was funny because they were like, wait a minute, did y'all forget Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls? And then everybody's like, okay, our bad. Our bad. <laughs> he's, I mean, Spielberg, I guess he's at this point now. He's like, fuck it. Well, he's not I'm, doing this I'm one, getting, though. Oh, he's not? It's Joe Dante. Oh, wow. wow. I'm surprised he allowed somebody else to, to eat on that. Okay, well, that should be interesting. Well, I was going to say, because the other movie he's got coming out this year, or I guess the only movie, is the was a West Side Story, Steven Spielberg, which I assume we can all cons- and I don't even know if I've actually really seen the movie, but I say that it's probably a classic, just because I'm gonna take, you know, cinematics word for it. But to, for for Steven Spielberg to re- remake that in twenty twenty one, he's gonna catch like, hell for that. Well, I mean, I don't know. He was getting props in the Discord. You know, I was kind of being slick. I just want to see what somebody's going to say. I said, well, there goes the whole remake theory. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it's uh, looking at the trailer now, I, you know, there was, some, there was some kind of caving going on. So I'm like, hey, like, hey he's, he's on his, I say, I, I'm white and I say so. I, I can, re- and, I, and I was joking. And I'm like, so this is basically a movie about gang banging, but it's romanticized singing and dancing. Okay. In 20. In the 19, when that movie come out, when that movie come out back in the day, was the 50s or? Well, it was based on a play. Sure. But I'm just saying, when did it come out? The movie come out? That was what? The 60s? 60s. The 60s. I can understand why it's romanticized. And I'm like, it's 2021. And you're going to do a gangbanging movie. Well, romanticized with singing and dancing for for Mexicans and all the shit that's going on in this world with the Mexicans. Okay, and you ain't from that culture. Interesting, but that's what you got. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. You got uh, the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. I forget his name, but he's huge. There's one other one, and Steve, Steven Spielberg is directing this. See, I gave him a pass. Well, I, with- I mean, well, because he's <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. Like he <laughs> he has his own thing called the Heights. So he probably was like, I ain't fucking with West Side Story. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my own thing out. The, the heist, which he got, I think that just got released. And Guillermo del Toro, that's not in his bag. Well, I, I gave, I like color purple. Could, let me ask you this question. Uh, do, you, do you think they could, he could well, do let me, color purple? Let me just get this out. Do you think he could do color? He would get away. He would get a pass to do color purple today, or any any prominent white. Probably actor? not. No director. No, no. But I, and I don't think he should because after Amistad, I was like, okay, Steve, leave that shit alone. Leave it alone. That's not for you. I say so. <laughs> that, that, I thought that movie was terrible. <laughs> I'm on my Charles Barkley terrible. <laughs> but I, I mean, and be clear, I give full props to Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest to ever do it. Oh my, yeah, he's one opinion. of my childhood heroes, man. Yeah, he, he. I'll say it. He is one of my childhood influences. Okay, I ain't mad at that. Not so, not so much. Well, yes. Yeah, what we did back then, 
Him, John Williams, See, that's Michael what Jackson. happens when you try Those to throw are... shade. <laughs> you, you don't know, Q. You had cut out when you said you heard me say I said him, John Williams, and Michael Jackson was a triumvirate for me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Not mad at that. But yeah, he's, uh, yeah, West Side Story. I, I don't think I'll watch it. I don't know. Who knows? I don't care to, but I've never That's seen the original. That's really strange. Either. Strange that I wouldn't watch it? <clears throat> Neither have I. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but I, but I, but I, but I will recognize it's acclaim I can't believe he is making a, he's doing a remake of a classic that doesn't seem like him and and he why I, I'm gonna say it can I well no I shouldn't say it I'm gonna get you in trouble <laughs> okay <laughs> an Israeli white director the West Side Story in 2021 that doesn't make any sense to me it makes all the sense oh. to me <laughs> How? How does that? Well, they're going to do what they want, as they've always going to do what the hell they want to Because, <laughs> like, I was on they the... They didn't ask was, back then. Be sure they ain't going to ask now. I was on the thing, I was on the bandwagon of Black Panther, and I'll say it, needs to be directed by a black male director. Because well, who's, who's better to tell that story? Well, who was who created that story? I know where you're going with that, but that was back then too, Mike. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, it's where it started, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's where it ends. If they were good enough to tell you that story, they'll be good enough to tell you now. Also, Again, big, it makes business. It makes com- business sense for them. Hang on, to, 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 to let me say, change up. Go ahead, okay. you got it. Okay, it's one thing writing a comic book. Now, let's Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. They nobody can touch them. Mm-hmm. But comic books back in the 60s weren't as sophisticated as they are today. They were still dope. True. But it was a lot, very simplistic. So they could tell whatever story they wanted to and create this character. Right? But it was also a character created in the Fantastic Four, which they've created, which uh Kirby and Lee uh Kirby and Lee created, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they can tell the the story when you see actual three-dimensional character. Well, not three-dimensional, but you know what I mean. Actual live people portraying that story on screen. I, I, I would disagree, the, but I understand your point. Though. Would you say that you mean Kirby and Lee, or are you talking about non-black people? All right, let me be very clear. <clears throat> could a white person tell the story of Black Panther? I'm sure there's a white person that could do that. Yes. Should a white person tell the story? I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to be petty. Well, actually, a white person did tell the story of Black Panther. Okay. Uh, can I get a little more detail? Uh, Stanley and not. Jack Kirby. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's the same thing. That's what I was saying. It's one thing to create a comic book character in the 1960s. Like today, who's telling, the, who's directing the uh, Black Panther? Uh, not... Who who directed Black Panther today? It was uh was Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you could have asked uh, Craig. What's the dude that did the hustle and flow? Craig Fruer, Craig is that his name? Okay, yeah. Let's let's be absolutely one hundred percent clear here. The only reason they did not get a non-black person is because they knew the backlash from the black community, not because they wanted they not because they thought. 
Yeah, only a black person can tell that story. They said, this is a business. If we don't get a black person to tell that story, we ain't going to make the money. But that's even better. That means we, as a community, had some influence on what they did. That's even better. I would say, I I don't know if they're necessarily all the way cared about our sort of influence, but but I agree. I think they probably more so because they know white people call them out <laughs> on themselves, which is what they've been doing. That, that's all we've been seeing is uh, you know, white people. Been, the, the white folks that was Black Lives Matter last year, they're the one putting the heat on their own people and they're the ones been well, getting shit done in, in my drunk, drunk op- opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say one thing. I I don't I don't necessarily buy that they did it. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying I'm right, but I don't necessarily. I don't think I buy that they did it because of black outrage. Because they made they actually, and I'm still stunned that they did it. They actually made Captain America. They made Anthony Mackie Captain America. Now I know wasn't no black folks really sweating that. They did that because they're like it's time. It's time to get that out there. Right. And it's true nah. to the books. I'm sorry. I think they did that because they wanted another Captain America movie, and they said, "Let's go ahead and give it to the Negro over here, so we can get, so we can keep that money going in." I can see it either way. I can see them on a on a very slick way saying, "We want to keep the Captain America going." Man, what if we could somehow tap into that Black Panther box office? You know what? It's in the comics. Make make old boy. And we let, actually do it. We'll get all the people who love Captain America, possibly. We're gonna, and we'll get all the blacks who bought out the theaters and all the blacks. You know that went crazy <laughs> off our Black Panther. They'll go crazy <clears throat> over this too. This is brilliant. That's what I would be saying. I would make them all black shit. And I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> thinking do the of. Miles Morales movie. They'll adapt that. They'll think that that's a movement for them. They'll, that's our marketing team, Black Twitter. We don't even gotta pay, pay nothing. Hell yeah, we're gonna do. That. I would be probably now. The problem Steven. I had. What's that? I said, go ahead, you got it. No, I was just gonna say. Now the problem I have is talking about this. Uh, I'm gonna move on to like the the black Superman. That they, I think they just they didn't do really any kind of research into who they're gonna write. They, who who's gonna write it? They just said who's hot. Oh, uh, this this guy I heard Tom and Heasy Coates. Get him. And it's well, like, doesn't that go back to your point that you have to give a black person to write a black story? No, right. No, but what I'm, but the point I'm making is that don't just pick who you think we want to see. No one I know, I know, liked Ta-Nehisi Coates' run on Black Panther in the book. Right. So do your researches. But he's not known realize- for that, though, either. <clears throat> and the other thing is, is that Kugler took parts of Ta-Nehisi's coat's run and adapted it into Black Panther. Yeah, but that's one thing to adapt something. That doesn't mean that you hire that guy to write the script. No, what I'm saying is you said you don't know anyone who liked it, but I'm saying what he wrote and, and I'm gonna ask you a question. into the he, movie. He did? Which part was this? Because I thought Ta-Nehisi's whole thing was an intergalactic Black Panther. Thing. Well, I read. Daddy, he daddy, put, daddy. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, he adapted Daddy, some of what. Daddy, I my okay. Okay, just go on. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, 
If he did, I, I mean, I, I I say I I don't think he did. I, I, I don't I, know what he's talking about. <clears> here. <throat> I, I, I thought that Tana Hesey's yeah, yeah, Beth Panther started after the movie came out, right? That I don't know. All I know is I read that first issue. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm good. You, you, you're, 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 you're trying, you're trying too hard to prove to me you're an intelligent, discerning brother. I just want to. My thing is, I want to see capes flapping and asses getting kicked. Well, the thing well, I, I think when, when, when you, when you name that actor, though, I think by putting his name up there. They're not trying to appeal to the people who may have read his comics. They're appealing to the millions of people who know him as an author. I, I think that's why they, they put his name. That's the power behind his name, not the little comics that he makes and nobody's buying. I don't think it has well, anything I'm, to do with the comics. Okay, so I'm, no, I'm big on receipts. Uh, date, July 24th, 2016. Headline from Vulture. Dot com. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler, Ta-Nehisi Coates has absolutely influenced the movie. You're talking about Black Panther 1 or 2? Again, date, July 24th, 2016. Uh-oh, Black Mike. Panther director Ryan Coogler, <laughs> Ta-Nehisi Coates has absolutely influenced the movie. Mike, you, he got his bass in his voice. You, you, might, you gotta handle him. Handle it. I'm on my mark. Handling your business. Handling your business. <laughs> this is show, my house. Show, show you right, Ampere. Show you right. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, let's see, when I say that shit, uh, respect the host. <laughs> respect the host. See? Double there standards. Go. There you go. <laughs> Sensitive. I'm sorry, I had to get you. I'm like, I gave you the date. Okay, okay. I can take an L. Keep it moving. <laughs> See that's the that's the key to it. Y'all niggas just went ahead and took the L and then just moved on to the next thing. Then there you go. It's over. All right, now what you doing now, Mike? See, I'm trying to I'm trying to give it a little game. Like hey, Mike, so what you so scared st- to just take it because y'all want to dwell on it. If you just say you got that right, Playboy, and then keep it moving. See, just take the Mike L up there, Mike in his kitchen stirring that pot again. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what hit dog thing you're referring to. I, I wasn't thinking of anything else, but yeah, okay. <laughs> All, All right. right, now do you need to go? Because I'm, I'm talking. What's the next topic? <laughs> um, I had one thing that was a Prince thing, but it's kind of not related to what we're talking about. So, I mean, if you guys got anything else, I feel like we're forgetting one other thing to talk about. Um, oh, Black Widow's coming out in July, is it? Oh wait, I saw an article no. that said. It's coming out in July. I think July 9th, but it's coming out for free on Disney yeah. in October. Well, I think they're saying it's going to be on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, most of the movies. For, but, but not to. You said October. But so I, that's I figured like the trend. In, yeah. Right. That's what I, the article said. Right. But I'm, I thought the trend was released the same day. On the streaming platform, it, it, as it in the theaters, because yeah, it is. It is releasing the same day. You just got to pay for it, which I think I'm gonna do actually. So you're right. It comes out what day is it? Same. July night. Yeah, I thought same. It was July I'm 9th. doing it. Uh, I forgot what movie we watched, but uh, my son was like, "Why the hell would we?" Well, he didn't say hell. That, but putting extras on it. He said, "Why would we ever go back to the theater? It's better to watch it at home." This right. is dope. Yeah, I was and, like, um, that, and I'm gonna buy. It. It's like twenty nine ninety nine. It's mine. What? I can watch it over and over. 
so I can watch it many times I'm, as opposed to me going Man, to the theater please. many times. I'm not going to do that. And I can sit back and watch it in 4K at the crib? That's a no-brainer to me. But Mike, you didn't pay $19.99 to see nobody. You're going to pay $29.99 to see I Black did pay $19.99 to watch it. What are you talking about? Oh, you told me... You told At first, me that, I wasn't um, going to do it. Yeah, I was neglected to it. And then I did end up watching it. I, I told you I watched it. And that's a rental. Uh, that was some bullshit. Shit. That was, but I did enjoy the movie. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I did enjoy this shit. You that know? was like an Elseworld of old man John Wick. That dude. Yeah. yeah. He was but, bad. But this Black Widow, I do want to see it and... I would like to say at the movies, but I'm like, well, shit, we're all, if I spend whatever I got to spend to go to the movies and my time and go in there, blah, blah, and I can just sit my black ass down at home on the 4K joint and watch it and own it and watch it over and over, that's an easy buy because I'm going I'm to watch the movie <coughs> any time. But what if you spend the $29.99 on this bullshit? Then, oh, well, know. then that's a Marvel bullshit. I'll never watch another one, but I mean, it's in their the- best interest to give me something good, right? But I mean, between the ticket prices, um, yeah, still getting popcorn and drinks, that's the same amount of money. Yeah, and I, and it's mine, so it's bullshit that I might want to watch over somebody in the family. So you don't buy the popcorn, kids. you open up a can of beans. Shit, what? No, I, mean, that's, I don't know ghetto theaters you go to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, you're still doing that in 2021. <laughs> but, yeah, hey. You keep y'all keep talking about it's the same thing. You go, you, get, you go there and get popcorn. You don't eat. You don't eat popcorn at home. You eat whatever you got in your damn fridge. Well, I eat damn. that popcorn at home. I have my drinks. I can have my edibles. Like, I'm straight at the crib, and it looks better. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, $29.99. That's nothing. I'm going to own the movie. Because I'm going to watch it again. My kids, my kids, who, you know, you know how we buy, we sharing these accounts, goddammit. So... <laughs> I go and ahead you and buy. About ghetto, you talking about yeah. my ghetto theater? Well, yeah, but I ain't beans. <laughs> I'm talking about why the kids can log wait in. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Sharing streaming accounts ain't ghetto. No, that's the no, way of life. Oh no, okay. It's not. Everybody <laughs> does it. They know you doing it. These are people. That's that why they have multiple logs. They have multiple profiles in the same account. Why do you think they have that? That's what. That's the nature of the thing, man. But that Disney, the kids can watch these movies over and over. So. You know, my other kids in Hawaii, instead they got to go buying three tickets, they turn the TV on when they get up in the morning. Shit, let them kids watch that Marvel now. Yeah, I got to go see it in the theater first before I lay down twenty nine ninety nine. Hey, well, that's you. But in a and then in the COVID world, I'm not. I have been to the theaters, but I ain't rushing. I know that's going to be a heavy traffic movie theater on that one. And, and let's be clear, the movie theaters ain't cleaning a goddamn thing. Mm. You think they ain't scrubbing down them armrests of that, of that theater? You putting your life in the line? These niggas ain't even making minimum wage. I think they, I think they are. I think they are cleaning it. Cause I'm not putting my life on the line. I'm cool. They don't even clean the bathrooms right. But now all of a sudden they're gonna be on some CDC shit. I'm cool. Exactly. My life is a little more. <laughs> I think they're cleaning it. I'm not. They, 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 they go in there, spray some pine salt. Yeah, they don't give salt, a fuck. And then be like, "All right, we cool." Yeah, they don't give a fuck. You got the least <laughs> paid people in the world talking about they care about your health. Hey, Cece, what you doing on break? They ain't even wiping the shit down. They don't even care about the goddamn popcorn. How the fuck they gonna care about your life? 
I disagree. I disagree. What are you talking about? I mean, people, I, I've been staying in hotels and going to bank. They, they, clean, they take time to clean the pens. Wouldn't Grocery you post them pictures with bed the, bugs on social media in the hotel? Stop it. But that's that's a totally that's different. fucking different thing. No, that's different. Wait, 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 You have cleaning professionals at the hotels, but you, you got clean. people that's paid to take tickets. They supposed to know <laughs> CDC laws and, and cleaning procedures. But the people at the hotel, that's their damn job to clean it. Can't get the bed bugs. You, how do you think the kids Mike. that's taking tickets at the movie theater are gonna know how to clean COVID? Com- of the if, you wanna, if you want, if you want to compare bed bugs, you brought I, it up into. Hold up, no, you brought up the bed bugs, motherfucker. Damn, I didn't bring that up. You did. You were talking about hotels, but you go ahead. My point. I'll shut up. <laughs> damn, it must be some good. Okay, anyway. Um, if you can't compare bed bugs, something that is hard, they're hard to get. Even the most popular, most expensive hotels can have bed bugs because they are from people traveling all over the world. That's a big difference as opposed to making sure that the grocery carts are clean in the grocery stores, which I see them doing. We're talking and about I hotels, see them cleaning pens and bank. I, I'm not talking about hotels. Mike was talking about hotels. I'm not. Didn't you bring in hotels I, into the, in the conversation? <laughs> or no, right, yes or I'm no? Not, but be, yes, but I'm talking okay, about sterilization you. for COVID, not bed right. bugs. And you're talking about bed bugs. You were saying bed bugs are, are not as dangerous. And I'm talking about something that can kill you. I didn't, I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. I'm talking, but I'm saying I'm talking about something that can kill you versus you're talking about bed bugs. And, and what they you can. talked about, but I didn't. No, bring that I'm up. saying in terms of the professionals that are there to clean. If you think that people at the movie theater are more thorough in cleaning something that can kill you, that's on you. That's all I'm saying. I think, and I can tell you why I think, but you're not going to listen. I'm in a hotel that has what. 200, 300, 400 rooms, you say that's the same as trying to maintain a theater that has, what, five bathrooms that you got to clean? Come on, man. So that's why you trust the ticket taker guy at at the theater. It makes sense to me. I'm not going to say... I'm not gonna say trust. <laughs> I don't trust I don't anybody. Know. I, yeah, I know you like COVID. to play words. The word don't sound good, Michael. Critical. I'm not gonna say trust. You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. How about okay. that? There you go. All right. Well, yeah, there again, I go. I say good luck with you at the movie theaters. Uh, but I would you say you went to the movie theater, damn. Right, but you, I'm not going to the heavily populated movies. Ain't nobody going out to see no damn Black Widow heavy populated. Stop it. Oh, you okay. stop it. Okay. You say that, if that okay. makes sense to you. Well, it's a Marvel Captain, Mar- Captain Marvel did a billion, but you're trying to tell me Black Widow that's been in way more films than Captain Marvel. Yeah, because most people. Most people are going to be scared like Mike and not go. When I went to see Quiet Place 2, I was shocked that there were a lot of people there. I would imagine that the so Marvel came, movie might be COVID? just a little more popular. Did you I catch COVID? You. Did you catch COVID with those many people that went to see Quiet Place 2? Luckily, I didn't, but I'm not oh, going to risk I'm, I'm not gonna risk my <laughs> life on something I knew. If I knew it was going to be crowded like that, my point is to say I wouldn't have went. That's why I said I was shocked that there was a lot of people there. I can only imagine there'll be more at the Marvel movie. That's just my train of thought. I don't think there will be. If that makes sense to you, then I think do you. 
Because this movie's been postponed and postponed. Nobody cares about Black Absolute, Widow that much anymore. Right. Absolutely. Okay. There you go. You, I called it. <laughs> okay. And I'll say it. And I'll and I'll say it again. How many people cared for Captain Marvel? But that was pre-COVID. There's a difference. How many people care for a Quiet Place that was also delayed over and over like that? You think there's more people that would care about that than the Marvel movie? You honestly think that? When we're talking about Black Widow, I wouldn't. I'm not that surprised that a Quiet Place Two have more people. Oh, okay, kid. All right, I get it. Okay. I know what you're doing. You don't want to take the L. I get it. You're right. You call it however you see it, man. I'm just saying. You're right. You're right. I think a Quiet Place Two is was more you anticipated. You're supposed to just take the hint. Than, than I'm not. Listen ahead. to me. Listen to me. Yes, yes, sir. I think a Quiet Place Two was far more anticipated than Black uh, Widow. Absolutely. Okay. Don't nobody give a shit about Black Widow overall. You're right. You're right. Show you right. That's 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 kind of a lie. But you know, if you want to <laughs> let him, you, you want to lie on that cross. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you're right. Oh Lord. All right. Uh, shit. I guess that's that's it. We'll call it. Uh, shit. It's time is it? Eight something. Friday night. It's a quarter to midnight where I am. Oh my bad. Not bad. Oh my, it's that's the, the preacher. It's that's the, the witching preacher. hour. That's the preacher right there. <laughs> I know y'all want to get home, see the game. There you go. I know y'all want to get home to watch the the Mayweather fighting. And Bessie got the fried chicken. It's just about yeah, ready. Just yeah. about done now. I know you want to get home, your side chicks about getting off church. <laughs> you want to get some Sunday loving. <laughs> Yeah, that you talking about my ghetto theater again? Come on, man. What church? <laughs> Lord. Okay. Shout out to the church. Now, I'm not going to disrespect the church. I went to church last month. Great experience. <laughs> I did in Hawaii. It was great. Well, right. He said last month. Well, it was last month. Yeah, I don't like go to it. church regularly. Like, I do motherfucking want a cookie and shit. But I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? you in the name of them. <laughs> Where my prize at? I take care of my kid. <laughs> he was happy too. Shit, I went to church a month ago. Stop shit. It. That's why y'all ain't shit. I see why Sean Christopher don't like none of you niggas. I'm just... But uh, all right, where are we at? Wrapping this thing up. Q Storm, where can they find you online, sir? You can find me on uh, getfirstlevel.com, first level firearms training. Uh, one of these, what's so funny about that? No, I was thinking about Discord. Nothing <laughs> okay. And <laughs> uh, you can also find me on. Uh, realqstorm.com I keep saying I'm going to try to get that going again I might have to do a quick version where I'm not putting no images no videos in it I'm just talking shit and just posting it up online so look out for that too All right, and poo uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram I'm not doing a goddamn thing because your boy got to be on his best behavior for a little bit but once <laughs> once I'm cool I'm coming with all the heat for all you. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Wow. For all you fine folks that have terrible things to say about me, 
just no. Mm-hmm. I'm coming. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> nah, folks out in a group in the Facebook groups and on Twitter. Uh, but you know, I'm just gonna I'm taking a step back. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Gotta be on P's and Q's for a minute. Wow. We wanna also invite you to come to our Discord server. We'll have a link in the show notes. Definitely uh, get in on the good conversation, debates, uh, points, scoring, trolling. Uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting time. It's, it's, it's good. We, we've set up some boundaries now and a little more organized, hopefully. But definitely, I love it. It's always interesting. Uh, it's so funny that I'll be at work and I have the Discord on my phone and on my computer. But the, the notifications keep popping up on my computer screen throughout the day. I'll just look at it. And I'm like, boy, I wonder what's going on. Oh, they said that. Oh, okay. Let me change. So it's just, it's just a great thing. It's funny that it's there. I love that it's there. Uh, shout out to uh, Big Sexy. Uh, shout out to Sean Christopher. We've been climbing, but shout out to Sean. Shout out to Morpheus. Uh, what's he called? Nobody's, Nobody's Bitch. I, I know why you said that, but it's funny to me. We let it roll. We let it roll. But shout out to shout out to him. <laughs> uh, Q uh, and Pooh. Oh lord, we've got some new people have showed up on there. Oh, you, uh, you forgot about you, you, you forgot about old boy, Mister B Chester. Shout out to B Chester, uh, a young lady named Pam. I don't have the full name in front of me. She's been on there uh, recently. Uh, there's actually one of the guys, I'm not going to say his name on here, but he, uh, blessed the discord server with some upgraded options. He's actually a member of the, uh, discord team. Um, he was, uh, I think he's a Prince fan. That's how he found his way there, but he's like, Oh man, Hey, take this, add this. Oh, thank you. So, so salute to you, sir. Uh, hooking us up with that stuff. And with that, we're going to get up out of here. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. Hashtag nobody's bitch.